we're just going to wing it. No, there's, there's no, that's why I don't even bother. Uh, to like, Oh, we got to talk and like, nah, it's, it, it, no, <laughs> cause I don't know about you. I think you, you might be a busy man and have places to go. Well, uh, Friday's actually one of my, uh, it's one of my light days. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good for the next hour, hour and a half. I'll, however long you want to go, man. Cool. Cool. Um, well, I want to have you on because, uh, when you said you got in a fight in Vegas, I'm like, oh man, who's that? Because, because I've known, I've known you, you know, uh, in passing and through, in through the biz, and sure. uh, then uh, I binged on the Red Man Group when I was driving back from all places, Las Vegas, yeah, back here, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got it, and of course, Roland, all those other guys, I like to have them on, but uh, thankfully sure. you were around. Um, but yeah, I just want to get you on the show, introduce you to my audience if people hadn't heard of you or anything like that. And, um, but you, you got it. Like you've been divorced. You lost a ton of weight. Uh, you've traveled, you live all these different places. And then and now you have your current, uh, incarnation of yourself. You got your own show. You're on the red man group. You're a prominent yep. figure. So I it, yeah, just give it, give everybody an introduction and a background. So they kind of know uh, who you are and where you're from. Yeah, sure, man. Um, as of, of course I'm Donovan Sharp and, um, I was raised in, I was raised in the military, uh, my dad was in, he, he was in the service, uh, for almost 30 years and I don't know how he pulled it off, but he was in the air, he was in the army and then he was in the air force. So I've lived all over the United States. Um, then my brother, I didn't join the military when I got out of, uh, when I graduated high school, I went, I made the egregious mistake of going to college. My brother did the smart thing and he joined the military. And so I was able to travel all around the world with him, dude, we've been, we've been to Paris. We've been to Casablanca. We've been to Amsterdam. Um, I mean, I mean, you name it, we've been there. You know, we're flying over on C seventeen, C one forty one, just having a good time, et cetera, et cetera. But I'd not to interrupt. That must have been fun as hell for a little boy to be hopping onto a, a military cargo plane. Man, it was it it was one of the it was one of the most surreal experiences I'd ever had because as a kid, my dad used to take us to air shows all the time, and I, and, and I'm telling you, I've been in more cockpits of more military aircraft than anyone. I I mean. Man, I've been in C-141, C-5s, C-131s, uh, you know, KC-10s, DC-10s, A-10s. I mean, I know all about that stuff. So to actually be in one that is moving and flying through the air while sort of strapped in for takeoff, um, it was actually pretty cool. And, of course, you know, you're hanging out with military guys and all that stuff. So that was a good experience for us. Uh, and then, of course, um, you know, fast forward, I ended up uh, ended up getting married and I got fat. And, you know, I was a bad husband. My wife, Darcy, was a terrible wife. Fortunately for us, fortunately for me, I didn't have any money um, or we didn't have any money or any kids to speak of. So that, you know, I got out of that particular uh, situation relatively clean. Um, after I after I uh, my divorce was finalized, I hooked up with a I hooked up with a girl who was terrible for me. Um, that still didn't lead me to what I guess we now call the red pill. Um, moved to Atlanta for six months. Uh, didn't like it there. I was making great money, but a buddy of mine convinced me to move to Vegas. I spent nine years in Las Vegas and, um, you know, found the red pill a month after I moved to Vegas and the rest is history, man. So that's the reader's digest version in terms of who or what I, and, and what I am. When I started my podcast, it was just supposed to be a project. It was going to be a once a week thing on SoundCloud. It gained traction then on, uh, I think it was Labor Day of 2017. I showed my face to the world on YouTube and uh, the rest is history. Now my podcast fully supports me financially. Um, I'm you know, you know, doing good, good things, making good money and life is good, man. Yeah, it, it's amazing how quickly that happens. But the 
it wasn't your your particular background why i like it is it wasn't just like hey dude i'm a 23 year old fresh out of college and i'm going to teach you how to do game like you have gone through you've had trials and tribulations you've been galvanized you've been married you were fat i mean the weight loss that's suffering how much did you lose I lost almost 100 pounds. Um, I went from I went from 312 pounds. I got all the way down to two uh, to 219. That was that was me at my latest. Right now I'm about 225, probably floating between 225 230. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I I lost a tremendous amount of weight, and that didn't happen overnight, Aaron. That was um, that was that had to be consistent. I had to literally change my lifestyle, my eating habits. I had to start lifting heavy weights. And uh, before I knew it, I was I was in the best shape of my life. Of course, I'm 41 now. Um, and back when I was 37, I started testosterone replacement therapy, which really, really helped me. And then uh, last year, right around this time, I started human growth hormones. So I'm just I'm just trying to keep the party going, man. Is there a difference between human growth hormones and TRT? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh my no. God. Yeah. Yeah, I um, <laughs> yeah. HGH is um, a lot of people uh, go on to HGH, uh, human growth hormone therapy. It is quite literally and I don't want to and, and I know a lot of people say a lot of hyperbolic things here and, you know, people try to be careful. Well, I don't want to no. HGH is literally the fountain of youth. Um, it, you know, mo- more bone density, tighter skin. Um, you know, I mean, I'm 41. I probably look like I'm about 36, 37 years old. Um, you get to keep your muscle gain, burns fat, it burns fat, gain muscle. You sleep a lot better. Uh, sometimes you even have dreamless sleep, uh, you know, endless energy. You guys can do your own research on it. You know, there are a lot of people who are detractors of HGH and TRT. Um, that's fine. Those are just people that don't have enough information, but there are a lot of people uh, who are on HGH, uh, who absolutely swear by it. I'm one of those people. If you want to do it, do it. If not, if not, that's fine with me. But um, yeah, it, it it's definitely helped me out. And uh, I hope to look like this, hopefully until I'm in my mid fifties, uh, maybe, maybe even my sixties. Yeah. yeah. Well, you look good. I was, I was, po- I knew you had lost weight cause I was poking around uh, for a picture for you to throw on the Twitter. Yeah. And then I saw the before and after picture. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, Donovan I had no yeah. freaking idea. Yeah. I was a fat I, ass man. Yeah, and there's there's a whole. I remember you and Rich were going to talk uh, uh, TRT and all that other stuff. I was like, oh, I got that's that's just one field that I I just there's only so much time in the day, man. You can't you can't yeah. take it in, but yeah. it's it's definitely a day. And you're you're speaking proof of him. Mean, you're jacked and you're really good shape. Um, yeah, um, one thing that I try to tell people, um, and just like you said, um, a lot of people, a lot of guys who do what I do, do what you do, do what we do. They come out and say, yeah, you know, I can teach you how to, you know, fuck 24 hot girls in 24 hours and this and that and the other. And, you know, that that's not the approach. That That's not the approach that I take. The approach that I take with my audience is I let them know, like, I haven't always been good with women. I'm great with women now, but it wasn't always like that. And so I try to, listen, I have to highlight my successes and give you details of my success so people know and understand, okay, this guy knows his shit, but by the same token, you got to talk about your failures. Um, I don't know, I don't know if anybody, I don't recognize anybody here in the chat except for maybe Falcon Black, but, but you know, I highlight my failures almost as much as I highlight my successes because you can't really, and I know this sounds kind of cliche-ish, but you can't really succeed unless you fail first, because if you succeed all the time, 
then that's not really success. That's just status quo. That's just par for the course. A lot of guys out here say, oh, you know, I fucked this girl and that girl, but then you don't hear about their failures. And people assume that these guys have always been good with women. Well, what ends up happening is that their advice falls on deaf ears because I can't be like that guy. I can't be like this guy over here. They've always been good with women. They don't necessarily say it, but because they don't highlight their failures with women, people automatically assume that they have to be that person to be as good with women as they are. And that's just not true. No, and what, what I have found as I've gotten old as well, uh, I don't think you can really learn lessons unless you have failed. There has to be some kind of pain, failure, uh, negative reinforcement so that not only you say, okay, that didn't work, trial and error, but then when you do succeed, uh, not only is it that much better, that much more enjoyable and, and tasteful, but I think it really uh, burns it in your mind, the lessons that you learn to get there. And unless unless you are like, right, born into wealth, uh, genetically very good looking, uh, the remaining 99% of people are going to attain success through hard work, failure, trial and error, and things like that. And, th and then you learn those lessons and pass them on. I've always... I'm, I'm sure you run into this with, with your clients or people like, gosh, I listen. Oh, I don't know how you guys do it in the red pill. <laughs> I, you guys are so patient with you. Take, I mean, who's the guy that always says we're done. Hang up on him. Hang up on him. We're done. Who is that? That's me. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. I like, I don't, okay. it, I have, uh, and listen, man, and, and I've tried to get better at it on the red man group because I just don't, I just don't have, I don't have a lot of tolerance for, for nonsense. I don't have a lot of tolerance for bullshit. Right. And if I, and listen, I'm human every once in a while, I'll jump to conclusions and sometimes, sometimes I do get it wrong. So one of the things, and listen, I'm, I'm certainly not without fault, you know, faults or frailties or, fra or, or, um, or or uh, or weaknesses. You know, I highlight my weaknesses all the time. Uh, number one, I have a I have a I have a weakness for trolls. For whatever reason, trolls really seem to get under my skin. Does that make me immature? I don't know. Maybe, probably. Um, number two, I have a documented temper problem. Like I have been diagnosed with intermittent explosive disorder. Like doctor wrote this on there. Um, I see. You know, I actually up until two months ago, I was seeing an anger management. Uh, uh, counselor every week. And that, of course, stemmed from my, you know, one of my many fights in Vegas. But, you know, what I try to tell people is like, look, man, I'm not perfect. Like, I've got my faults. I've got my frailties. I have my weaknesses. But don't we all? And I think a lot of people try, they're, they're so hard on themselves. Well, this is wrong with me. And that's wrong with me. And et cetera, et cetera. But when they call up the show and they're, well, there's this girl that I'm talking to. And I work with her. After over and over, over and over I can again. Just we see your blood guys, pressure going up now, dude. It's just—it's like we tell guys over and over again: do not fuck your coworkers. Yet we steady get dudes calling us up. Well, I know you guys tell us not to get laid where we get paid, but there's this one girl, and she's really special, really hot, yeah, dude. We got—we had this one guy who said that he was dating a 44-year-old nine. Now, just let that sit. I, I remember this old. one. Yes, I remember this that one. It was unbelievable. So no, I don't have a lot of tolerance for the bullshit. But by the same token, listen, these call these guys call to ask for help. If it's on their mind, we're going to give them tough love. But it's my job to sort of give them a chance to get the word out. Um, I'm, I'm very Mike dominant. This is why I have a, this is why I have a solo show. So you know, I work on that kind of stuff. But all in all, I have a good time. I I think there is more need for, and you may call it a weakness because a lot of people, my impatience has caused the success I've had. <laughs> um, and, and so for every drawback, there's a, there's a positive. Uh, but I think not only in the show, 
but in the red pill manosphere community, whatever you want to call it, in world in general, there is more of a need for the bad cop who's going to kick your ass and say, oh, yeah. nope, we're done, move on. That's right. Because that's going to sting that person more then most of these guys who just want to be coddled, that's that's what I've ran into. Yes. And I, like you, do not have the patience. And you could just hear it in their voice. You know, I, I think the <laughs> same guy who claimed to be a, he was dating a 44-year-old nine, didn't he claim to have like eight out of 10 looks and eight out of 10 games? Oh, dude, yeah. And like, I'm like, yeah, yes, eight out of 10 looks, eight out of 10 game. He had a $3 million home, and I just can't seem to get girls for that second date. You did it wrong. It was, it was wrong. It was, so... I have an eight out of ten game, and um, um, you know, I'm a, I'm an alpha. I'm and I oh, just Jesus. <laughs> well, like, I'm 37 years old, and if you yeah. haven't noticed, I'm an alpha male. Oh, all right, gotcha. <laughs> right, Got it. that's why you called. Perfect. Right, but see, but you could that bullshit detector, and maybe they them, them they themselves don't realize they're bullshitting. Uh, but the. The the impatience holds them up to a certain standard yes. where it's like you are not you're not hitting the gym you're not dieting yeah. you're not you're not run you're not challenging yourself getting shot down by women you're not going up and getting uh, uh, rejected by women because you're afraid you're truly a coward and uh, with with my ver- asshole consulting with the name in it obviously you know which angle I'm coming from sure uh, those people need a swift kick in the ass where so I do like it when you cut them off where you're like no look we're not dealing with this we're not let's get to somebody who actually is serious about solving yes. his problems who is going to be intellectually honest and is willing to get his ass kicked and, and and learn through punishment and pain. One thing that really there are there are a lot of things that get under my skin. But there, there, there are special few things that really just they just make my blood boil. And one of those things is intellectual dishonesty. And what I mean by that is when guys are either calling you for advice or they're in some sort of what they call a debate and they're not being intellectually dishonest, they're not they're not being intellectually honest. In other words, they know they're bullshitting, right? But they want you to tell them that they're bullshitting so that they can defend their own bullshit. And when you don't tell them they're bullshitting, they keep on with it. And so at some point, just like you said, you got to be an asshole. Listen, dude, you're full of shit. And this is why ABC and XYZ. And then all of a sudden, then they accuse you. Oh, you're all in your feelings. And I always clear the record like this. Guys like to say, Donovan, you're so emotional. Listen, listen, women get emotional. Dudes get fired up. Right. Like, listen, being emotional means crying. Being emotional means acting like a female. Right. So Mm -hmm. just because I get fired up because I don't because I have a low tolerance for someone's bullshit, you can call it whatever you want. You know, I don't really equate that with getting in your feelings. I think that's the new hip thing to say. But a lot of people attempt to sort of disqualify, you know, your impatient, my, you know, your impatience, my fire. And when they do this, all this means is that, okay, this guy has really pulled my card. I think he's kind of got the drop on me. Let me disqualify let me disqualify his greatest weapon. Let me disqualify him so that he'll stop being on my ass and stop calling me out on my bullshit. The the amount of self-protection that occurs uh, <clears throat> in one person's worldview, it could be politics, it could be relationships or whatever, um, uh, which I like to cut through like the Gordian knot. Uh, the reason they're doing that and they'll come up with these, I don't know what else to call them, hypocritical or cowardly tactics where, right. oh, dang, you you called me out. The bombs are dropping on the target. Well, I'm going to call you, you know, insensitive or impatient or an ist or an ism or whatever, any kind of name calling. What they're really trying to do there is to maintain their life uh, or worldview. And the reason 
they're trying to do. They say, well, why would you have such a sucky worldview? You're not getting laid. You're not happy. You're not successful. Why do you want to make? Because they're lazy and they don't want to do anything about it. Right. And they're looking for an excuse. And when you come in, they're shining the light on. Hey, you dumb bastard. You, you got to go to the gym or you whatever pain, you know, Oh, you'd like to make six figures. Well, you better go get a hard ass engineering degree or you better slave your ass off. They don't want to hear it. They just don't. And normally not to bring politics into it. Usually you'll find that in the left or leaning or more of the touchy emotional, uh, one could even say feminine world, uh, of things, but you, you see it in the red pill community too. And, and I hate to say it, but damn well near, if I, if I had to look at the number of uh, young men or old men, middle-aged men that come onto a show, hire somebody's consulting services, hire, try and get some kind of advice. Maybe 30% are actually going to follow that damn advice or are actually serious. The rest of them, I fear, are kind of like a, a knitting group, woe is me club, kind of like the incel community or these mm -hmm. neo-MGTOW types yeah. that just want to sit there and self-commiserate and you know, be on a, on a discussion board all day. God, women suck. God, women suck. I mean, if, okay. If women really did suck, well, then you should be free to do a lot of stuff. Cause you got a lot of time, energy, and money to go do something, go do it, but they don't, they want to sit and wallow. And so that's where I have no patience for that. And, and like you, I get very, very uh, agitated. Yeah. The thing is, is, and you'll find that it is far more profitable to, how can I put this? It's far more profitable to be the complainer guy, right? Negativity sells. And let me explain what I mean by that. Most men, there are men that I like, listen, a lot of men are red pill aware, but very few men are actually living what we call the red pill life. In other words, and, and listen, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but a lot of guys who have met me, I'm the same guy off the camera as I am on the camera. This is not an act. This is not, no, like I'm, I'm the same guy. I don't know. I don't really know how else to be. But what ends up happening is what's is what we'd like to call red pill masturbation, right? They find the red pill and the truth sinks in. They try to deny it, but then they figure it out. And they're like, fuck, they really are right. But I don't really want to do what it takes to improve myself at that point. And so what they end up doing is they end up following these communities that do nothing but complain. Now, don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, and I do a, a lot of my videos point out the negative aspects of the dating market. Mm. Five reasons why women are sluts. You know, seven reasons, you know, you may not know she's cheating on you, et cetera, et cetera. The difference is, is you have to offer solutions. You have to, you have to, you have to point out the problem, but at the same, but by the same token, you have to point out solutions. But here's the thing. Guys who complain are always going to have far more viewers and subscribers and Patreons than guys like us, because most men, Aaron, are lazy. Most men, most men believe that it is their birthright to get pussy simply because they were born with a dick. And that's just not the case. But those same guys will tell these women, well, just because you were born with a vagina doesn't mean you're entitled to the best men out there. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, which is it? Like, in other words, there, I would say that MGTOW, MGTOWs are, it's almost like male feminism. All they do is complain. There's no end in sight. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of MGTOWs out there that are supremely knowledgeable. But when you masturbate to the red pill, women ain't shit, women ain't shit, women ain't shit, you're going to be mired in that forever. And eventually you are going to, I mean, it's not really an incel. You become an incel by proxy because if you concentrate on what's wrong with women and not really concentrate on yourself, 
you're going to end up being one of those complainers. This is why guys like you and me don't have these huge followings because the life that we teach men to live, it's hard. It's fucking oh, hard. It's painful. It yeah. 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 It, it sucks. But but at the end of that is a life that's not wasted. I mean, it, it, it you bring up an interesting point where the MGTOW mod, and I like to delineate between monk MGTOWs and the original ones versus the new ones of virgin towels, as I like yeah, to call right. them, <laughs> and feminists, is they're basically the same. The, the only yes. thing different is their chromosomes. That's really it. Yep. Well, you got a Y, they got an X. Uh, because the end result is you're going to be miserable. You obsess about the opposite sex, even though you claim to, to you go. disavow them. You let them rule your life. Uh, it's like, okay, look, even if you don't like the opposite sex, if that's the – go fish. Go, do, go live your life. But even to live a successful and happy and productive life, even that takes work. Uh, right. You have to get a career. You have to stay in shape. And so what What I really do appreciate about the red pill community, minister, whatever you want to call it, over <clears throat> what would be most of feminism is that there is a large, and I would say majority group of uh, pro red pillars, if you want to call us that, who are always constantly pushing self-improvement excellence, yes. Yes. career, uh, expanding your mind uh, outside of the realm of women. Whereas I don't think feminism has an answer to that at all. I don't see, I don't see any group of feminists saying, okay, here's how men are genetically, naturally, let alone put in the amount of effort to understand men on a psychological, uh, biophysiological level, like, you know, even, even Rollo. Uh, who's done massive amounts of work. Okay, here's how the female mind works. There is nowhere right. near that amount of investment or attempt made by women. And and so when you when you look at that, it's like, okay, well, that's why you're with your cats and you're pissed off and uh, you're screaming half naked at, at some feminine uh, protest in Russia. And so if, if any men listening today, women as well, the handful that do listen, if you want to avoid becoming that, you want to avoid becoming some incel that goes and shoots up a school and having at least a good life, that's where I think the red pill community, at least the ones that say, hey, you got to work for it, that there's real value yes. in that because your life ain't going to be wasted. Yeah, one thing um, that most women, at least in this part of the world, are grossly unaware of about themselves is that it, females, they know what they want, but they have no idea what they need. They also have no idea that what they want is almost never what they need. They want to fuck the bad boy. They want to ride the cock carousel. And listen, to be fair, it's more fun for women to ride the cock carousel than for women to be good girls and stay chased until marriage. But right. there's a there, there, there is a price to be paid for that. And what women, women like MGTOWs, they want all of the benefits of being sluts and being free and having all this freedom without any of the responsibility or the consequences. They want all the benefits and accolades of being these strong, independent women leaders, and they want all of the freedom and access to all the cocks that they can possibly gorge themselves on without any of the consequences. And this is why one in four women now is on some sort of antidepressant. And the reason for that is because the, the female biological hard drive, it's not designed to be taking a bunch of dicks. A lot of women in their late 20s, early 30s are depressed. They're anxious. They're like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You want to know what the fuck is wrong with me? You took 367 dicks in your 20s. That's what's <laughs> wrong. And like, and it's funny. And, and this is funny. Women are always talking about, oh, you know, slut shaming and you can be a slut. Really? If being a slut were so wrong, then why do you all reduce your notch counts by 100 when right. somebody asks you, they inherently know that being a slut is wrong, yet they defend it in public. But then they want to turn around and hide their slutty ways and hide their slut. You go to any feminist march, 
You go to like a slut walk parade. How many guys have you fucked? Oh, I've only fucked 12. Then what are you doing out here? Well, you know, I'm supporting my fellow sluts. No, sweetheart. That's 112. Here's another thing. The reason why feminists or or women, they don't really concentrate on, you know, the male psyche, the male psychological end is because they don't really need to. Women don't, females don't have to understand men because men want to fuck them. Right? right. The only reason why we seek to understand women for one reason and one reason only. How can I fuck as many hot women as I can? And there's this narrative out there that women are these complex um, mystical creatures and we need this large book to understand them. No, 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 no. Women are as simple as a fucking doorknob. Right. And as soon as you figure out that they are as simple as a doorknob, like gaming them is all, it's literally like taking candy from a baby. Women aren't special. Men aren't special. There's nothing special about the girl you're fucking. There's nothing special about you. But women don't really care about men in that regard because they're solipsistic. It's like the hot girl who's never really had to work a day in her life. Hot girls make terrible wives and girlfriends. They're boring. They're and the reason why they're useless is because they've never had to be useful. They've this never is, suffered. They've never galvanized. Right. There you go. And this is why women this is why women don't really seek to understand men, is because men are always trying to fuck them. In their minds, well, what what more do you need to know if they want to fuck you? Oh, well, now that you're 32, now you want to figure out what makes men tick and the reason why is because you've hit the wall you're no longer attractive men that the men that you're after want we dude just because you have a pussy and a set of tits doesn't mean that we want you i'll fuck you that doesn't mean i'm gonna marry you so the only the only time women seek to understand men is when they're looking for long-term relationships but by then it's already too late well i'd say the uh, we can argue the wall and hypergamy and then this the exchange between sex and resources but uh what I would say the answer to men's higher demand for sex than women's uh, demand for sex is uh, also women's innate desire to have children. And yes. I, I, I used to dismiss things, you know, like when I was in my, even my late twenties, early thirties, like, yeah, like for example, a false rape accusation, like who would do that or sperm right. jacking like that would never, Oh, come on now. That's it. And then all of a sudden, Whoa, it's it's way more common than you think. Right. Uh, along those same lines, I, I used to say, well, women don't all want to have kids. Dude, I'm getting more and more convinced that if women don't have kids, they go batshit insane. Yeah. Uh, in part because they do have a hard timeline uh, by the time they can have it. And I know technology, ladies. I know I can. I know an article of a Brazilian woman that had a child at sixty. Okay, that's yeah, not the you. exception. Yeah, the exception doesn't make the rule. Right. That's easy. So I think also playing in that background in this kind of universal balance of equilibrium uh, uh, between uh, men and women uh, is that women probably want to have kids more than men, and men can go without it. We've been killed in wars. You know what? Uh, we haven't had quite the biological uh, evolutionary relationship with children that women have. And uh, I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced that when it comes time, okay, go have your party, go have your fun, uh, you know, and, and then to tell Bob at church, you, you gave one blow job one time uh, at your <laughs> sorority house. Uh, the time comes inevitably that they do want to settle down and have kids. And uh, for those that don't, because they're just too damn busy, uh, running a career, running an education. Uh, if they're lucky, it's worthwhile. Usually it's not, it's some kind of nonprofit fake, you know, made up profession. Uh, when, when all of a sudden that starts running into 31, 32, 33, I would say not only is there a physical wall, yep. but there's a, a egg or biological wall yes. as well. And 
God almighty. I mean, really, it's it's uh, you you need a kid. You know, you should have had kids a while ago, and now that's why you're on depressants or getting dogs or cats. You're in dog rescue, or you uh, you're using surrogate animals and things as surrogate children. So I think that's that's also uh, very much at play in the female psyche today. Yeah, you can't serve two gods. Um, if you if women cannot have it all, women think they can have it all because they see it on television. Well, right? they were told they, that. Yeah, they, they were told that they see they see it on television and in movies. She's a powerful woman. She has a husband and kids and she's super mom. No, it doesn't work. Life ain't the fucking movies. Captain it, Marvel is practically pregnant oh, right geez, now. Where she, yes, she's, dude. Yes. Listen, Superman has already fucked Captain Marvel and she has renounced her Captain Marvel ship. Right. Like this, this. And don't get me. Don't get me started on Captain fucking Marvel. I, listen, dude, like a female <laughs> fighter pilot. So fun. Look at you go, man. Jesus, like dude, listen, man. Like, 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 like they paint this girl as this tough girl. Female fighter pilot. She's flying F-22 Raptors. I'm sorry. Are there female fighter pilots in the sky right now? I mean, like, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent here. But Captain Marvel, again, that, this gives little girls false impressions. Little girls cannot grow up to be Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, listen, now, by the same token, little boys can't grow up to be Tony Stark. <gasps> oh, wait a minute. There already is a Tony Stark. His name is Elon fucking Musk. And there are about eight, there are probably 18,000 more of those guys, right? No, he's not going to build an Iron Man suit. But, and I would say this, the most accurate depiction, and I'll, I'll actually give you two bipolars. Romantic comedies, which is porn for women, and pornography, which is porn for men. Now, neither neither one really accurately depicts the way a relationship, I guess, quote unquote, should be. But mm -hmm. romantic comedies are less accurate than pornography. This is how this works. And, you know, women will disprove that. Guess what? John Cusack, Hugh Jackman, they ain't walking through that fucking door. But I'll tell you what, Dirk Diggler or whatever fucking porn star you can name, they're walking around all the time. So I, I don't want to hear any nonsense about that. I've already got a chat. I've already oh, got a comment. Got a listen, chat? listen, no, no, no. Well, we got a super chat, but I've already got a comment in the chat that speaks to the very solipsism and the selective hearing of females. It says, I don't think this guy is giving women enough credit. Short-sighted. He is speaking in general terms like all women are shallow or dumb or something. Aaron, let me ask you a question. Did... Did all women are shallow and dumb come out of my mouth? No. Of course not, right? She I, heard... Last I recall, uh, if I looked at your resume and your CV correctly, you are in a long-term relationship. It must be a, pu a pussy pedestaler. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. I, I, I pedestalize the pussy. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly a pussy beggar. But this is the way females – this is the way females would like us to think that they think. When females – listen, stereotypes exist for a reason, Aaron, right? Mm -hmm. Like when we – and what I said is that hot girls – are generally useless because they have never had to be useful. All this woman decided to try to acknowledge that that she heard was all women are dumb and stupid. No, that's not true. But here's the thing. While women may be different from person to person, from woman to woman, from female to female in terms of how they look, how they smell, women come in all different shapes and sizes, right? The hardware is different, but the software is all the same. That's where the term all women are like that comes into play. Guess what, sweethearts? All men are like that. All men respond to nice tits and a great ass. Like, this is just how it is. Women operate under the same... It, they might not always operate in the same way, but they operate with the same general principles and objectives, which is to consolidate on the highest value male available to them. Ergo the term, all women are like that. 
So when women hear terms like that, they say, oh, my God, he's generalizing. And people who say, oh, my God, he's generalizing, that just means I struck a nerve. That means that that's probably well, true for you and you're defending And, and what I've always hated about the technicality or the small, uh, you know, the tall Asian argument or the, uh, I don't know, a traditional housewife argument is for the sake of our audience and any kind of media creation or any kind of conversation that is to be had in general, you have to speak in generalities. We don't have time to worry about the, the nitpicking and the yeah, details. Yeah, can't go and over exceptions. every single example. No, and, and for the benefit of uh, uh, men, which is predominantly our audience, so their primary interest, which would be having sex, uh, they have only a certain amount of time and resources by which they must develop a strategy, deploy a strategy, and be successful. And when it comes to statistics, that, that is a huge thing where there's, okay, 80% of this group of people uh, uh, display this characteristic or trait. And I would like to sell to that group of people or have sex with that group of people or engage in some kind of business with that group of people. Well, then you don't have time to worry about the exceptions to the rule. You no, guys, you okay, 80% of Christians go to church on Sunday. Well, maybe we shouldn't run Christian commercials between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning because they're all in church. And so I, I don't have time, and this is where you, you could already see you get, it agitated you, because here's that intellectual dishonesty again. They damn well know we're not talking about all women. They damn right. well know we're not all talking about all men. And we're trying to have a fucking intellectual conversation to advance a conversation, to, to advance understanding, actually make progress between both sexes for all people. And we got these people trying to throw sand into the gears, just throw, slowing us down where, where there's just absolutely. And that's why I, I, I wouldn't let it bother you. I, I kind of, and, and again, why I say next caller, next caller, right. where it's like, yeah, you're right. Cause you're just wasting time. Let me correct you there. Um, and listen, I certainly admire and applaud you for trying to make both sexes understand each other. I couldn't give I could not give less of a shit about what women understand about me. Don't give I just don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to talk to I'm not trying to talk to women. Women don't deal in rational thought. They deal in feelings. This is why you can't ever have a rational discussion. Now, does this make them bad? No, it makes them women. If women were rational and, you know, dealt with reason like men, they would be less attractive, right? Mm -hmm. We like the fact that women are just a little bit crazy because they suck a little better dick when they're just a little <laughs> bit, they're, they're just a little bit crazy. Crazy pussy is good pussy, right? So what makes us different is what makes us sort of great. But, but I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm not here to, I'm not saying, okay, ladies, this is what you need to understand about men. No, no, you don't listen. I don't get. We're listen. not. Gonna, we're not here to be mad. I'm Huffman, not here. No, he fuck lies. that. I he do not give a shit. Him. Right. I, I I do not give a shit. I'm gonna have some fun with your audience, Constantia Gear, who I can pro I would probably put all of my money on the fact that her avatar is not really what she looks like, and which is all which is always the case. She says, "I thank myself every day that I never wanted children. Life is wonderful without kids. I love my freedom. I live for my business." Let me ask you something. Constantia de Gear, how many men have you slept with, and how many antidepressants are you on? Go, it's on you. In the meantime, we have that. Um, you mind if we do some super chats real quick? Because the last time I did this with your buddy uh, Alex Cortez, we missed some. Because they oh, so let's yeah, let's bang ahead. them out. We have uh, one hundred rubles uh, written from no name twenty eight 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 eight. Hello, should I get a 17 square meter studio in Moscow, a one bedroom apartment in Moscow downtown? Thanks, Dad. Uh, wow. Do you know anything about Moscow? Uh, they drink vodka. I've never been to Russia. 
I've never been I've never been to Moscow. I dated a Ukrainian girl when I lived in Vegas who like mm-hmm. played me like a fiddle, but that's the closest I've ever been to Russia. Yeah. Um, I would recommend Craigslist Moscow. <laughs> like that's probably yeah. The thing to do. I don't know anything. I wish I. I mean, go with whatever's cheap as long as they're safe. Go with whatever's cheapest. Um, uh, seventeen square meters. So that's uh meters is three feet per Dude, meter. Dude, we're retarded. Listen, we're we're retarded in America. We're the only idiots that go with the uh the imperial system. That's yeah, but we still landed on the moon, man. With that old English man, we got on the moon. Real quick, because Constantia DeGear has fired back. I'm a therapist okay. and I am totally mentally balanced. Really? Is that why you're going back and forth with me on a YouTube video? If you're a therapist and you love your business and freedom, what are you doing here, sweetie? Like, seriously, like, dude, like, honestly, who are you fooling with that? Right? Like we have, it, it's so funny. You'd be surprised, specifically black women who come on to YouTube and they get in chats and they always put their Dr. Ford or whatever their name is, PhD. And they're listening. Why do you give a shit what 150 people in this small YouTube community think about you? Like, get out of here with that. Nobody believes that you look like that. Nobody believes that you're a therapist. Another guy says Derek Jackson knows women. No, Derek Jackson does not know women. I actually, you know what? Correct. Well, hold it, hold it, hold it. For benefit of me and everyone, who's Derek Jackson? Derek Jackson is the black version of Matthew Hussey. Okay, so he tells. Okay. Is this he the guy that wrote women, like uh, black single moms? Single moms are for are, grown men only. That's, that's okay. Guy. Now All here's right. the thing: I don't hate Derek Jackson because Derek Jackson does not believe the things that Derek Jackson talks about. Right? He talks about he. Derek Jackson's ideal woman is a single as a single mom who's a black woman. Derek Jackson has two kids by two white girls. Right. But these but but again, Derek Jackson knows women in that all you have to do is tell them what they want to hear and they will continue to line your pocket so that he can continue to fuck women who are nothing like you. So in that way, yeah, Derek Jackson certainly knows women. I got nothing against the guy. As a matter of fact, to be honest with you, I'm mad at him because I didn't think of it first. It's far more profitable to pander to women than to tell them the truth. So I have ever ever tell you about my Operation Evil or no. No. Okay. So my operation evil, and it's, it's, I won't say any more than I've normally said before, but basically what I've realized is that, well, you've, you had your YouTube channel pulled or striked against you one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. They they, they, they took down a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've been worried, you know, like, okay, you got to diversify. I've set up a completely separate um, entity called older brothers. I have the website, olderbrother.com and older brother YouTube channel. So I have like two battleships as I like to think it. So if, asshole consulting or this channel ever goes down i got another one i can go to but even then i was thinking like there's still as if it's if it's not politically correct if it's if it's just something the social justice warriors don't like i need to diversify completely out of this and so what i've done is like the matthew hussies and other things i've i call it operation evil and because it's so hard to sell truth and to tell people the truth and be harsh and honest, I mean, it's not hard because I don't give a care about people's feelings, but it's right. not as rewarding and it's very risky because you could get shut down because you're hurting people's feelings or giving right. opinions that people don't agree with. I'm like, bullshit, I'm going to make money on evil and spreading lies. And so I, I can't say exactly what, but there are several projects I, I'm working on. Uh, some are going to be finished here sooner than, than others, but it essentially aims to make money like Oprah did or, uh, or Matthew Hussey, or I don't right. know if you know much about economics, but, um, Oh, he writes for the New York times and he knows, he knows exactly that he's lying. Oh, of course. Uh, even even though it, it, but it, that that's the side is bread is butter on these people are all much more highly successful than me and that's that's what operation evil is is so i it it's sad when you gotta tell the truth and no one really listens to it but you know after a while you don't 
you don't fight it anymore. You accept that no. that's what it is, and this is the game we're going to play. So uh, that, you, that's basically Operation Evil. Listen, and I think we all, to some degree, operate under Operation Evil. We figure out very early on that when we do this, there is there is a ceiling on our quote-unquote success. Because again, it's you're going to be much more profitable telling men and women what they want to hear as opposed to what they need to hear, mm-hmm. right? And people are people are looking for they're looking for confirmation. They're not looking for affirmation. This is why people watch only one. You know, conservatives watch Fox News, liberals America, watch everything CNN. else. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's it's you're not really looking for any dimension in the way of. Uh, in the way of understanding things. Now, one would argue, well, the red pill is women ain't shit and this, that, and the other, and all you guys talk about is one side. Oh, no, 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 no. We've had six decades of being told one thing. <laughs> you guys have had 60 years to get your side of the story out. This little 10 to little 7 to 10 year run, this is just the beginning of the response. I don't want to hear it. Constantia de Gear fires back, says, "I uh, this is what I look like or something to that degree. She says, I have a video on my channel. You can see how I look. I am 53. And there it is. Ding dong. The bitch is dead. Of course you have to like your freedom. Of course you like, you have to like to be single. You're 50 fucking three. This is like a, this is like a fat girl saying, you know what? I am beautiful. Beauty comes in all sizes. You have to tell yourself this to sleep at night. Constantia again, Nobody buys the fact that you're happy. You're in here arguing with some knucklehead on YouTube. Go and therapize your 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 fake therapy patients and get the hell out of here. Like seriously, like get out of here. You're 53. Go. You know, I was break. worried this would be a boring interview. I don't no, know why. Like, dude, <laughs> no, she's like, I love, listen, I love being 53. No, sweetheart, sweetie, sweetie, you would rather be 23 than 53, but you fucked your way through life, and now you're 53 and single and childless. Of course you have to claim to love it. You don't want to be miserable. You're a therapist. How would that look to your therapy patients if you say, God damn, I'm miserable, never had, never had kids. I fucked 567 guys, 200 were overseas, so those technically don't count, so technically my notch count is like in the 700s, but you know what? I'm 53, and I'm successful i love my freedom sweetheart at 53 you have no freedom you are old like go away give me a break oh god uh krillin 876 two dollars says 50 year old women are more desperate than incels Woo! as per uh the current conversation nick shulander two dollars women love being lied to especially when they know i don't know about that you think that yeah they must know at a certain level well just like rollo says Women don't like to know they're playing the game. They just like to play the game. Constantia fires back. Donovan is angry because I said he is a somatic narcissist. Actually, me being a somatic narcissist is true. So kudos for that. Certainly not angry because of that. Touche. I'm trying. What's somatic? I don't know. Ask the oh. Uh, therapist. Oh, okay. I- All I saw was narcissist. And yeah, I've got a little bit of narcissism in me. So no, that, that doesn't make me angry. What irritates uh- me is 53-year-old women who come in here and claim that they have all of this freedom and success when you have to, like you're invested in that. Like you, and, and this to tie it back, Aaron, a lot of men and women sort of go against the red pill. They vehemently deny red pill truth because they're so emotionally invested in it. They don't want to, they want to see a return on their investment, even though they haven't seen a return on their investment yet. They're 25, 30 years in. 
like I've like I've thought this way my whole life. I can't give up on it. Now I have to see this through till the end. Well, Miss Constantia de Gear is 53 years old. Dude, she's invested in the slut life. She there's no turning back now. She can't go back and be the hot 23-year-old. She's 50 fucking three. Of course she has to tell us that that she's happy. How many Xanax do you take a night, by the way? How many Xanax? Gonna... I put the over under at three. <laughs> The oh here we go. Who made me oh. so angry? Listen, hold on, real quick. She oh, said, wait, "We're, we're so still angry? okay." She said, "Who made you so angry? Your mommy?" Yes, actually, my mother fucked me over, and yes, my mother is one of the reasons I am the way I am. Listen, this is the thing. I'm honest. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm some sort of psychological anomaly. That despite the fact that my mom did some fucked up things when we were kids, that that didn't affect me. Yes, I have issues with my mom. So there you go. <laughs> but it's but that's like the cop out. Yes, right. That's like oh, the you biggest mommy issues. Me for a doctor. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's old hat. I, I just... Sweetie, I win. You're 53. When I'm 53, I'm going to look like this. When you're 50, that picture of her is when she was 23. I can't imagine I, what she looks on. like. What, who are we looking at? I got to go. Let me go over here. Oh, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a redhead. Well, that doesn't, that, that's not a 53 year old. The picture no. I'm saying is not a 53 yes, it's, year old. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely not. not yeah. Um, I did have a couple other questions here. I don't want I don't want your blood pressure to get too high up because oh, I don't know yeah, if that person right. actually is a troll when they say some oh, did your mother can't you get oh, dude, like, I, listen listen I get that all the when guys say oh Donovan's angry is an anger problem. Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, Donovan has mommy issues. Yeah, I have issues with my mom. A lot of people have mommy issues, but About here's half the difference. The people do, yeah. Here's right, here's the difference, right? Mommy issues affect men only so much. Daddy issues turns girls into sluts, <laughs> strippers, and whores. Checkmate. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, she has news for me. 53 is lovely. Listen, she says, I have news for you. 53 is lovely. I'm happy for who I am. Sweetheart, you know what? 53 is absolutely lovely to 53-year-old women on YouTube. Bravo. Here, Bravo. here would be my Thank question. You. What is she? You brought it up before. What does she care what two jamokes like us think? I Well, but that's just it, Aaron. The fact that she does care speaks speaks to the fact that we are hitting a nerve she keeps going back and forth she keeps going back and forth and be trying to pro i don't know what you're trying to prove sweetie well but and, and what's like, she hoping to do that we're gonna say hey wait a minute by the way yes you are right 53 year old women are hot and we're gonna change our tune and we're gonna change yeah, the red pill community right. to start saying hey guys 53 is the new 25 yes right newsflash constantia de gear i don't want to fuck you sweetie and and here's the thing. I know I know she wants to fuck me. That she's listen funny. She's putting all these smiley face emojis on here when women and you can always tell when a woman is really pissed off in in her feelings when they start using a lot of emojis and a lot of typical shaming tactics. She's really pissed off, but her panties are wet. She can't quite figure out why. She's like, "I want to fuck this guy, but he's a fucking asshole." But I'm 53, so I don't know. Do you think he would really fuck me? Fuck it. I'll say he has mommy issues. Get out of so here. So this has been one gigantic here we go. shit. Pro, test. I'm projecting I'm, I'm projecting yep there it is there it is keep it going i'm projecting mommy issues i'm gay i have a small dick i live in my mom's basement come on keep them coming sweetie see that can't, i can't believe this is a 53 year old who has a doctorate right i can't could i be right. wrong could i be wrong like this is just a troll like this is a fake profile You're a therapist the best you could come up with the best psychological therapist analysis you can come up with is your small projecting penis. and mommy issues like dude you could have gotten that off facebook get out of here with that yeah. Yep. So I I don't think I don't think this is really a 53-year-old. I mean, I'd be a 53-year-old woman, but I don't think a 53-year-old therapist. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, one thing I did want to ask you here, uh, you got quite the setup. I know this is completely different direction. Uh, have you, you have radio experience beforehand? Because you got a voice, but man, you got some digs over there that it looks like a professional radio studio. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's what, wow, that's, man, for once I don't have a, a witty response. I take what I do. I take what I do very, very seriously. Um, I don't have radio experience, but I do have, I mean, listen, you can listen to me. I have very strong command of the English language. I use inflection. I do all of this other kind of stuff. And my goal, I guess about halfway through this was, and I watched a lot of other YouTube channels and I asked myself, how, what do I need to do to make people take me seriously. Mm. And the answer was, listen, obviously you got to have the knowledge. You have to point out your, you have to point out your victories. You have to point out your failures, but, and listen, this isn't against anyone who just plops down their phone and talks into the camera, dude, alpha male strategies plops down his phone and talks into the camera for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. The guy has like a half a million subscribers. Listen, mm -hmm. do you, but I wanted to create, I wanted to create an experience for my audience and my setup. Everything is a reflection is a direct reflection of everything you see is a reflection of who I am. Obviously, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a, I'm a Philly sports fan. This is my own brand. I'm with the 21 Studios, Make Women Great Again. You know, these are the heels that my woman wears. When I fuck her, she's got 12 more up there. Um, I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson's punch out, particularly Piston Honda. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, and of course, I've got my little saying, you know, I wanted to. And then, of course, I watched the Rogan podcast because he's one of the most successful podcasters right now on YouTube. And so what I did is I looked at what professional people did. And I said, you know what, I'm going to mimic what professional people did and sort of marry it into what I do. So yeah, I put about um, I put about $2,000 in the studio. And I'm actually upgrading apartments here in about three weeks. And I'm going to be doing another studio upgrade. So stay tuned. I still get guff because the I do so many volumes of videos that I use the low def camera because it's easier to upload. And right now, this is about as high def as I get. I'm using the yeah. the, the the webcam, so I almost guarantee. Oh my god, what did Cleary do? Uh, but yeah, that, that is a professional looking shop, man. That is, yeah. uh, it's really nice. Yeah, it's not on accident. This is this is by design, Constantia. I don't want to fuck you. Like enough, <laughs> enough is enough. Like I get it. You want me to fuck you? I, listen, I don't want to fuck you. I don't want to call you. Don't slide into my DMs. Goodbye. Uh, final question. Then I, because uh, I, I am curious. What would you say your specialty is in terms of uh, the red pill in the manosphere? Because uh, oh, like, wow. you got you're in a lot. Like I think you and I are one of the only two that have long term relationships slash girlfriends slash wives. I know Rolo's married, uh, but uh, we're definitely in the minority of that. And so I, I do sure. appreciate the advice that men who have been married give. But I mean, would you consider that your specialty or a jack of all trades? Or I mean, how, how'd you kind of get into it? Oh wow, man, that's another good question. Um. I don't, I don't think I would call myself a dating coach. Um, I don't think I have, well, I guess my specialty really is just self-improvement. I, I, you know, I think the overall message in, in my sphere on my show at the end of the day is just don't be afraid to be a man like that. A lot of people say, Oh, Donovan, how do you do this? And no, I'm just not afraid to be a man. Um, dude, no girls allowed on my show. If women chat on my show, I delete them. If they call you up, never, they you call, don't take girls on the show no, at all, really? No, 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 never. Oh. Dude, I've, I've interviewed my girlfriend a couple of times just for mm. shits and giggles. But when women call my show, dude, I, I hang up on them. I'm not interested in the female opinion. Again, we've had female opinion for the last 60 years and they fucked it up. 
So now it's time. Listen, okay, you guys fucked it up. Okay, listen, we'll take it from here, ladies. I don't need your opinion. I don't need your thoughts. So, I, and a lot of guys appreciate the fact that I don't entertain female thought on my show. Now, on your show, yeah, I like to just open up and you know, you know, j- just you know, troll them and this and that and the other. But you know, I I don't allow I don't allow feminine influence on my show. That and I think my specialty is just to tell men, don't be afraid to be a man. Like, dude, don't be afraid of women. They're just fucking women. The only thing they can do is slap you with a false rape conviction. That's all. And they could just send you to jail and ruin do. your life forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know how you know how it is. Uh, Constantia wants to know why oh. would I contact a two Donovan? I don't know. Why would you? <laughs> That's a good question. She could have her have you on her show. Say right. again. She could have you on her show, right? We got a show. I got a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that'd be well, great. She must have a show. She can have you know. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, I mean, whatever. But you know, just to be clear, like I'm, I'm, I'm coming on the show for free. I'm not going to fuck her in order to be on the show. It's all minor. Says no girls allowed on my show equals afraid he'll be challenged and outsmarted. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Newsflash. That's exactly it. I, Donovan Sharp, am admitting that the reason I don't have women on my show is because I'm afraid that I'll be outsmarted and challenged. You got it. I. I remember going. You're you're in your 40s. You're still in your 30s. You said I'm 41. You're 41. All right. You're you're not much uh, younger than me. We're about the same age. I remember in the 80s. This is how far back it goes. You know, and this is just when we were cognizant. You're just kind of going to school. You're just kind of aware. Having that feminist shit shoved down our throats as six, seven, and eight year old kids. When you'd, you'd even understand the concept of what women and men were. Okay, that's mom and that's dad. That's a boy. That's a girl. Now, can I get back to playing with my frog that I just found right. on the playground? And I remember right. these baby boomer harpies just jamming it. Like, feminism, women can do anything. Da, da, da. And, and all this shit that happened in school. And right. when you're a kid, you kind of ignore it. You're inured to it. Then you get into high school. It's like, yes, yes, you girls. And, and like, oh, now that you're equal, I guess you girls will be asking us out in equal amounts. Then you get to college in your 20s. You're like, wow, this is all bullshit. Yes. Uh, and it never, never once, you have a full generation and a half now of kids, maybe even two if you want to include the millennials, uh, where, yeah, it's been the 100% feminism show all yes. the fucking time. And I just get a kick out of it how now they're going to turn it up to 15 or 20 or 25,000 with the likes of a captain, like it doesn't end. It no. doesn't end. And it shows that there's on their part in general, not all women, but in general, there's no intellectual honesty or integrity on their part to call for equilibrium or like, well, okay, we've done enough. Now we've ruined enough families. We've ruined enough kids. All the little kids are on Ritalin and ADHD drugs. And then <laughs> we're all for broken homes. Right, we've, we've done it. We've won now. We, it's not going to ever stop. And so I can I can respect uh, your decision not to have women on your show to actually have a 100% male space. I'm not against I I rarely have guests on my show. I'm not against having women on sure. the show. But it's it's just and then the response of like oh you're afraid of women. It's like by this no, time it, the answer right. is yeah. Yeah, I'm you terribly afraid yeah, of women. I'm yeah, totally, I'm definitely afraid of women, yes. Yeah. Cuz yeah. we're Got well it. and think about it. If you're in your, assuming you're in your fifties and that's your mentality, it's only another third of your life to go before it's over. Sure. And you can still think that, I mean, okay, you won't have changed anything. You just have to alienate men and piss them off or just to make them utterly indifferent to the point that you could have had something nice or romantic and fun. You could have been, is it empathetic or sympathetic where you try to understand what the other person is? 
and try right. to work with guys. But if it's still going to be this, you just can't handle strong. And oh my God, it's a broken record. It's it's yes. like champagne supernova being played on the radio <laughs> in the 90s. I don't need to fucking hear it anymore. This is great. I love it. And now to be clear, to be clear, Aaron, here's something that I want to really point out. Women really can do whatever it is they want to do. Never stop them. I encourage it, them to do it all the time. Absolutely. But here, here's the disconnect. Um, and this is actually, this is probably, this is probably indicative of all people, but probably more specifically women is that for every sequence, there is a consequence. We want all the benefit without any of the cost. And that's for better or worse. We want to look good. We want to be swole and have big muscles, but we don't want to get up at 5 a.m. and go squat and deadlift at the gym every day, right? Mm -hmm. We want to be viable for long-term relationship material, but we don't want to remain chased in our teens and 20s to increase our to, to for, for women to increase their odds of that. Hey, may I offer another one? We want to have five kids from six different fathers, but then we want to marry the $160,000 a year steady Eddie engineer it, when we're there 42. Right. Yeah. Well, well, this is the axiom of alpha fucks, beta bucks. And again, this in, in a lot of guys, I don't know if you're familiar with the whole hypergamy thing, right? Well, the yeah, reason my I, girl yeah. cheated on me. All right. Well, the reason my girl cheated on me, on me was hypergamy. Yes. You got fatter. You lost motivation. You don't save money as much. And you don't you don't keep her in line like you used to. So of course she's going to exercise hypergamy, dude. Listen, if I were to get fat and lose my drive and determination and my intensity, Devin has every right to leave. Like get the fuck out of here. Listen, I don't want unconditional love. I said it on my show the other day. Unconditional love is for the weak. Do you want to know why women want unconditional? There, women would like to think that they are capable of unconditional love, and they want unconditional love. The reason why they would like to think that they're capable of unconditional love is because it's virtuous. I love him no matter what. No, you don't, sweetheart. Well, it takes no effort. I well, mean, well, to not, say well, that takes the no other effort. side. Well, to say that takes no effort, but. And I understand a woman's need to think that she wants to love unconditionally because that puts her on the moral high ground. Women don't love unconditionally, and that's okay. It's what makes women women. Because if all women were to love unconditionally, then most men would be fat, lazy fucking slobs. By the same token, the reason why women want unconditional love is for ex exactly what, what you said. They want a reason to give up. Make no mistake, gentlemen, girlfriends are better than wives. Wives don't have to try anymore. They got to I, I buy the balls. I cannot agree with that more. I know you probably catch a lot of guff for having a long-term girlfriend, uh, but actually, I, cannot... I don't. You I don't? Actually, no, okay, I cool. do not. Um, and the reason for that, <laughs> the reason I don't catch a lot of guff is because um, if if you go and take a look at my <clears throat> at my social media, um, my girlfriend is very attractive. She's very submissive. She can cook. She's not a unicorn, right? <clears throat> I met her when she was thirty-two. She just turned 35. There's nothing, there's nothing special about Devin, only that she has qualities that I value that outweigh some of her deficiencies. That's it. Am I going to be with Devin forever? I don't know. I don't take that for granted. She could leave me or I could leave her. But for the time being, she is who I want to be with. I see this. I, I can see this lasting for a while. Wouldn't surprise me if it didn't. That's this is just this is my attitude about it. But the reason I don't catch a lot of heat or a lot of guff for being in a long-term relationship is because I run a totalitarian dictatorship, right? Like, like my girlfriend doesn't raise her voice at me. She doesn't wear the pants in the family. There is no, there is no doghouse. She does what I tell her to do, and she is happy to do it. 
there may here's the thing, Aaron. There may come a time where she's tired of my crazy ass, right? I got a temper problem. I'm demanding. I'm forceful. I'm dominant. Listen, she might want someone who's not as intense as me. When and if that time comes, I'm sure she will do what she needs to do to leave. This is just how it is. But for now, the reason I don't catch a lot of heat for being in a long-term relationship is because people know I got my girl in check. They know this. They know this to be 100% true. Again, you know, it's it's this is why and, and a lot of guys try to throw shade at me because they know I'm really walking the walk, but I'm living proof that you really can have a relationship like this, at least in the short term. Long term, I don't know. We'll see. The jury's still out on that. But for now, it seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah, if it the key thing is maintenance. You have to manage it correctly. Yes. 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 It's yes. and it, you think and, and getting back to that unconditional thing, but uh, that 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 does not exist. Uh, and a girl throwing herself at you, that will last as long as it takes her to get you. But once they got you, once that wedding cake is ate, yep. once the, the honeymoon is over, then it's it's a completely new ball <laughs> of game, very closely to dictatorialship, yep. uh, which, which I've had to basically say, I'm a leader. I'll take your opinion when I ask for it. But you, you have to come cracking down. And it, it's it's not as tiring as dating, but there's times where it's like, you know, I'm trying to stop drinking here. I'm really trying to stop <laughs> drinking here. You're making it very fucking difficult. Right. All you have to do is say the word yes, and that's the correct answer. And so we don't have time to go into that, but I I, I do have a, a curious. Maybe that's another topic we could get. The yeah, another topic for another day. Or right? spoken for. We can all get off hell. Um, you ready to do some asshole consulting? Let's do it. All right, cool. Are you aware of Asshole Consulting? I am not. This is the first time I've ever heard of it, so let's do it. Okay, Asshole Consulting. We're coming up on the fifth year anniversary of Asshole Consulting. It's basically my consulting company where a bunch of people were emailing me questions because of the books I wrote. I said, I don't have time to answer this. And I I found the polite way to get rid of them would be to charge them. I thought they'd go away, and they paid. And so I came up with the company idea of Asshole Consulting. I like it, man. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. And so people just email me questions. Unlike, see, you guys take calls, which is why I think you're saints, because I don't have time for calls. Oh, because geez. here it's one-way communication. They send me the email. I answer it. I don't fucking get lip. I don't get interrupted. <laughs> I, right. don't hear the, I don't hear that. So, you know. Um, oh, my God. Um, uh, well, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear? Oh, hey. Well, um, so there's Oh, a my girl. God. Get to the fucking point. <laughs> right. All right. This is from an anonymous individual. Uh, hey, asshole, I'm a returning customer, the javelin throw guy from Brazil. First of all, I'd like to thank you for your advice and give a brief rundown on how things are going before continuing upon my current request. Life has been much easier since I stopped caring about what the plebes in college think of me and my sense of self-worth has largely been restored as I don't look outside for validation anymore, but instead focus on the things I want to do. On that note, I've looked for places for doing the javelin throwing thing, but they're all very far away and in pretty shady parts of the city. We're talking the slums here. In regards to the women <clears throat> question, I tried going out a couple of times, but quickly got reminded. To give you the background, he comes from a very tr- small traditional okay, town yeah, in yeah, Brazil. Now he's in, he's in one of the big cities, and he knows there's a difference in the women. They're all kind of party girls. But quickly got reminded how much of a fucking nightmare it is out there. It certainly did not help that we're currently having the Carnival Festival here in Brazil, and women are their worst. Oh, although Carnival very pretty. he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, most of them are quite literally whoring around drunk and half naked on the streets. Sounds like Britain. I don't know how or if I'm going to meet intelligent and caring girls in this insane asylum. But as you'll see, that really is the least of my concerns right now. So he, if I remember correctly, he was in college 
Uh, and I basically told him, look, dude, don't, don't focus on the girls, focus on your education, focus right. on your javelin throwing. And so pretty standard information here. So here's the, the question. The thing is my 25 year old sister called me up today and to say she's two months pregnant. Normally, this would be great news. However, there are many red alerts, and I'm very worried about the outcome of the situation, even though technically it's not my responsibility. Here are the details. First, I come from a broken home. My mom left us when we were still kids. I don't know why we have anger issues or mommy's issues, Donovan. Why do we have mommy issues? <laughs> my mom has left us. When this we is were how it is, man. I know. Your mom left you. It was a cheating whore. I don't Jesus know Christ. why people oh have mommy God. issues. Uh <laughs> Left listen, we still- mom left us for a crackhead. Uh, Dude, you already, listen, you already knew the mommy issue was going to be prevalent there, right? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, go ahead. <clears throat> so left when we were still kids to cheat on my dad with a foreigner. There my dad, in his turn, is a bit of a pushover and ne- never actually disciplined us, uh, although he did a good job, job in paying the bills. Both of them are ex-drug addicts, and my sister, the one who's pregnant, is mentally ill and taking medications. It's almost like oh, we've Jesus talked about Christ. this before. Yes. Oh, <laughs> b- ball. Wait a minute, Aaron. Not all women are like that. Dude, you know what? This is what and, we're talking about. And a government check and an absentee mother is just as good as the real thing. There you go. There it is. Problem solved. Uh, so his question was what? He wants to know what Well, to we're do? getting to it. That, you'll learn about my clients. They don't really get to the point. That's why I charge <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, just, like, just like the just like the callers on the red man group right God, yeah if i'm if i'm in person I'm like shut up and let me get to the point oh yeah yeah uh don't really know how much of it is real or just a way to order my dad around like a pathetic slave and avoid dealing with the pr- practical realities of life she also never finished her worthless degree and doesn't have a job uh this was very tough on me growing up I'm sure there are people who have it way worse, but still there was constant fighting, yelling and breaking stuff. I don't feel I can really love any of them and feel detached at times as if I'm dealing with a bunch of lepers. Frankly, it's still a mystery to me how I did not end up a complete mess and managed to be disciplined, studious, and even humorous, despite all wow. the hell my family has put me through. Well, he chose, he, he manned up. He, 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 he went through the hard path and made most the right men choices. don't though. Most, yeah, listen, most, most men don't come back from that stuff, man. No. Uh, I could go on, but I guess you get the picture. Not ideal. Second, I'm 100% my sure, 100% sure my sister sperm jacked this guy. Oh, I'm also God. sure my dad knew and did nothing about it. I know this because my dad has told me while venting, and in fact, it almost happened before with a different guy who was oh, himself mentally ill as well. See, I don't know, like mentally ill. In my day that meant like you had Down syndrome or something. Yes, Here, right. it just means they're sad. Yes, you know, they, right. That's all. I'm depressed. No, sweetheart, you're sad because you've taken 427 cocks and you can't remember half of them. Yeah. That's the problem. The current would-be father, however, is not as bad as the last one and has a low-end job in IT. That being said, he does drugs and parties like a typical loser. Yeah. He was also very flaky with my sister and most likely banged other chicks on the side. My sister hasn't told the poor dickhead yet, but she did say she's not considering an abortion. There I haven't told her that. go. Oh. Yeah, well, I... <clears throat> Uh, I haven't told her that's a fucking stupid idea as everyone in my household already knew and seemed to be okay with it somehow. After all, she always wanted to be a traditional wife and mother. Well, it's too late for that. She's doing drugs. She has mental illness. She's taking drugs. If she's having premarital sex and have well, the premarital sex is one thing, but having a kid out of wedlock is not traditional. Uh, so that's, that's gone. I personally think that's lovely, but I'm deeply revolted with the way she's going about it. Should I quit worrying about the dumb decisions my relatives make? I know I'm not my sister's father, but as I've said, it bothers me very much that things are not going as they should be. 
There's the druggy daddy issue, the broken family issue, the mental illness issue, and last but not least, the sperm jacking immorality issue. That's a whole lot of issues in my opinion, and maybe it's not my life, and I shouldn't give a shit about it. Again, mighty captain of wisdom, I ask thee for sage advice. This guy's pretty good for having Portuguese <laughs> be his word, original language. He's a wordsmith, isn't he? Yeah, he's, I'm, like, I'm picturing him. Maybe he's got a you know, uh, Thaddeus Kensington somewhere. Yes, in the Thaddeus Kensington the fourth. Uh, what are your thoughts on this situation? What should my sister do? What should I do myself? All right. Uh, since you are the celebrity guest asshole consultant, why do you give him your, your two cents of advice? Yeah, you know, you got to stop worrying about the decisions of your of your of your stupid female family members, right? Every female in my immediate family has had at least one abortion. Okay, my sister. There, I was raised. There were five of us: me, my sister, brother, sister, brother. The sister that's two years younger than I am. I took her to get her first abortion. Okay. My Why sister, do you have mommy issues, Donovan? Do you have mommy issues? Why do you have mommy issues? Well, I don't think that the, I don't know. Maybe this is I don't know. It's a joke. It's a joke. Not, I'm just I'm just pointing it, out the to thing all is the this. people that they they think like we all came from this June and Ward Cleaver family. No, of course not. And 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 then but no, they think and then it's like, well, you must have issues with your mother. It's like no, sometimes there's broken homes and it's not the kids' fault. You want to know something? And, and let me just diverge here for just a second, then we'll go ahead and answer this dude's question. A lot of women call guys like us bitter, right? And maybe we are bitter, but you have to understand something, Aaron. Bitter, rare, bitter does not, bitter rarely means wrong. If anything, the term bitter in this context, it, it's, it's, it's sort of the, um, it's an unwanted byproduct of a hard lesson learned. So you can call it bitter if you want to. Okay, so the guy is bitter. That doesn't necessarily make it devoid of wisdom. I experienced from a young age, you know, the the true, like a, a woman's true nature. I learned at a very young age the way women really are. But because we're raised in this feminine culture, this feminist culture, even though I witnessed it firsthand, I still didn't get it until I was 32 years old. So yeah, again, you can call us bitter if you want to. But again, if you put your hand on the stove and you burn it, the smart thing to do is not put your hand on the stove. And if that makes me bitter, call it whatever you want, then so be it. Right? Well, it's, it's the you same thing it- with it's the same thing with like anger, you're angry. It's like I have every sure. right to have anger, bitter, hatred, and rage. Those are natural reactions. That's right. We're human. Those are healthy because it prevents you from getting screwed over in the future and maybe potentially in the present. And so what? I I and it, and it's uh they're, what they're really afraid of is is males getting angry and getting enraged and, and just getting woke in that traditional in the traditional. I think the sense. last word you said is the truth. Women aren't worried about male anger. They're protected mostly from male anger. Mm-hmm. What they're worried about is see when when people when men particularly when we get angry we look for solutions. Now some solutions are not so good, but by and large when men get angry or bitter from a bad experience we're problem solvers. Women don't want us to be problem solvers. They don't want us to figure out that most of them are probably sluts. This is why they shame us. This is why they say, well, not all women are like that. Maybe you're dating the wrong kind of women. No, we're dating women. Like you, it, it's, it's, it's all the same rinse and repeat rhetoric. But getting back to this guy's question, no, <clears throat> you cannot worry about your family members' bad decisions. Okay, It crushed me to take my 17-year-old sister as a 19-year-old, I had to come back from college to get her first abortion. 
like that dude that was that was a mind fuck right then i found out that my younger sister had two abortions in college then i found out that my own mother had multiple abortions while married to my father from children that were not his right so i understand i understood very much what the deal was in that regard that being said i want to point something out here that a lot of people probably missed she's not considering an abortion aaron what did he say about the guy that impregnated his sister? Uh, that he's a loser. That he's a slightly less loser than the original guy. He's a loser. No, other than that, other than that, what what, what were his behaviors? Uh, he was a low-level IT employee. I, I don't know. what I, I completely missed it. Basically, he was an asshole, and he was uh, sleeping uh, around with other women, right? Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's not a loser, Aaron. Right. Like this is and again, and if he really was a loser, if she accidentally fucked some loser at a dive bar, she would absolutely be getting an abortion. Women don't want to have the babies of men they do not deem worthy of their children. The reason she's having this guy's baby, she might think he's a loser, but she is still she's obviously aroused by him. Otherwise, she would not have let him raw dog her so many times that she got her pregnant. Here's the, that he got her pregnant. Here's the thing. And a lot of people probably aren't, and a lot of women are definitely going to agree with this. A woman does not have to like you to love you. You understand what I'm saying? You, mm -hmm. I don't listen. I don't want my woman to like me. I want my woman to respect me, and I want my and I want my woman to love me. And just because a woman likes you does does not necessarily mean that she loves you. Oh my yes, god! Well, the How many times? You yes, want, you don't exactly. want you do not want a female friend. You want her lusting after you. Tearing off your clothes, tearing off her clothes. That I mean, yeah, and you could go out and do social activities together. But the number one thing I would even say before love would be lust. Like you want that girl not looking at you. Oh, he's such a good friend. He's so reliable. You want her a little bit like he's dangerous. He's going off on a motorcycle ride for two weeks. I don't know when he's coming back. But when he does come back, I can't wait. And I'm, in the meantime, I'm going to be sending him nudie pics the entire time. That's right. not a friend. No, that's that's a lover or a luster. The thing is, is women never really like as far as the baby daddy is concerned. Women don't like the baby daddy. He's an asshole. He cheats on me, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's the wrong. It, it, our world is so devoid of traditional masculinity that women respond to the kind of masculinity that is negative. He cheats on me. He's an asshole. He calls me names. He does he's this. fights, does drugs. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. But women don't see conventional, traditional masculinity. That's the only masculinity that they see. So they're aroused by that. And so they talk all this shit. And it's, oh, he's an asshole and he's a loser. Yet you had his baby. So you can say whatever you want about him. The fact that you are having his baby tells me all that I need to know about that guy. Mm -hmm. um and then uh what should his sister do he asked two questions he, we know what he should do what should his sister do i don't get i know there's should and what's going to happen no, I don't care. but I don't in care. theory world in unicorn land what what should his sister do I, I don't know his sister should have the kid and put it up for adoption i mean i don't care i mean listen the sister's going to do whatever it is she wants to do mm -hmm. right but the, what should i don't care. i mean listen aaron i know this is a bad answer i just don't give a shit and that's the problem neither should he because at the end of the day whether she has this kid or not it's not going to affect affect his life not one bit that's a and, and it's easy for me to sit here and say this because i'm emotionally detached from that but that's why they pay us yeah that, but like you can't really listen if she wants a kind ear to listen to all right she's your sister give her that 
But what should his sister do? I guess in a perfect world, have the kid and put it up and put it up for adoption because she's going to make a terrible mother. And if, if God forbid, it's a little girl. Jesus Christ. Hose raise hose, right? Um, I'm going to even be <clears throat> harsher uh, than Donovan. Uh-oh. I'm going to. Uh, wow. What should, he's going to ask, what should he do yourself? Dude, you've got to learn that blood is not thicker than water and knock it off with this. Because so many family members take advantage of the dupe. And I remember my parents being the dupe. I remember me being the dupe. And they're borrowing money from you. I don't know if you ever listened to Coach Red Pill at all. You know what? I've heard of him, but dude, I am so I got it. He's one of the guys I have to listen to, but I can't. I don't have time to consume content. You, but I know the guy. You don't, has, you don't have to. One one of the. I mean, he, he's good if you're looking for something a little bit more even keel. But listen to the loan. If anybody's listening, you should listen to the video called the loan, where I don't remember who it was. Some he lent some family member money. And the guy totally screwed him over. And what was worse is the family turned not on the guy who was chintzing uh, uh, Coach Red Pill out of the money, but on Coach Red Pill for how dare you expect to be paid back. You have got to realize that for the most part, you should not delineate between the average person on the street and your your brother or your father in terms of principles and morality. Right, there you go. And there are some assholes out there. Your sister is one of them. Your mother's definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That didn't give a fuck about you and would totally take advantage and did take advantage of you. Totally did take advantage of you. So you have got to like, no, this isn't your fight. This is not your problem. And so not only one, will you remove yourself physically from it? I'd say remove yourself financially from it. Never oh, help yeah, out this yeah. girl. And then remove yourself emotionally from it or psychologically from it, which is going to be hard because you have millions of years of human evolution to be with your family and your tribe and so forth. What should your sister do? Get her, get her an abortion, get her fucking tubes tied. <laughs> that is the best thing because that kid is going to go through a hellish life just like you guys did and you came out all right. It's just going to perpetuate the problem, right? That kid is going to go through hell. The kid's life is not going to be worth living. I know that sounds very cynical. All life is not precious uh, and that's going to be whatever is gestating in your, your sister's womb right now. Get the goddamn abortion. Get her tubes tied. Get off the fucking drugs. Stop being a grade A cunt essentially. And stop thinking about herself all the time. But that, again, as I said on the onset, is not going to happen. So. You have a guy in the chat named Dingleberry Pie. That is, that's brilliant. That is brilliantly, disgustingly brilliant. I love it. That's funny. Well, speak, hang on. Let's get through the super chats real quick so I don't let's forget do it. them. I, let, let, and then we'll go on to a couple more. Quite. Do you got time? Do you got get going? I don't want to yeah, keep yeah. you. No, right, cool. no. Dude, my show is Monday through Thursday at 5. So I'm okay. good, man. All right. Uh, Northland Locksmith just donated us $3 and said thanks. So that's cool. Cool. Appreciate it. And then the fascinating man, the fasting man, I'm sorry, the fasting man, 2019, where'd it go? I just had it here. Darn it. The fasting man, 2019, $2. Davin, what the fuck? We talking about some post-wall hag. <laughs> oh, it was probably uh, talking about your girlfriend that you were going back and forth with there. Yeah, listen, and again, listen, I got to give credence to that. And you saw, listen, I told you what my weakness was, right? Like I just had, for whatever reason, I have a weakness for trolls because trolls are <laughs> like people can say anything they want through chat. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know who she is or what she does yet. She, the things that people say in the chat are things that they would never consider saying to someone face to face. Now, if she wants to call whatever the, I forgot her name already. If she wants to call the Red Men group, I'm happy to go back with her and spar. But she'll come up with some bright excuse as to why she can't or won't call. I'm not going to talk to some arrogant 
mentally retarded dickhead like you. Basically, she's scared to call because she knows I'm going to own her fake therapy 53-year-old ass. But he called me out. And, 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 and this is what I allow my audience to do. I tell my audience all the time, guys, you know I have a weakness for trolls. You know I have a weakness for cowards, okay? If I start to go off the rails, I need you guys to steer. I'm going to tell you a quick story, and then we can move on to the next question. <laughs> this is going th- off the rails. All th- right, tell is, us the quick is, story. Th- this is real quick. So I'm um, in line at a grocery store. I'm at, um, I'm at a Scolari's in Reno, and I'm, I'm waiting for my turn. I'm, I'm actually the next one in line. And this girl is the girl who was the cashier was trying on like this cat and a hat hat or something. Dr. Seuss, something or other. And she's sitting there fucking with it for like a half an hour. I'm very direct. So I said to her, hey, look, can you ring me up? Like I got I got places I got to go. This little beanpole dude couldn't have been 100 pounds. 17 year old pimple face kid says to me, you can't talk to her like that. Right. I looked oh, the him, Poindexter came in. Yes. Uh, I looked him dead in the eye. I said, this is not your flight, Junior. I said, stay out of it. Right? And he <laughs> stood the fuck down. Aaron, my blood was... I, I, dude, I couldn't... I'm not going to go after that kid. That would have snapped him in two. But the reason I got so angry with him is because the only reason why he felt the bravery to talk to me, a guy who was at least three times his size, I could snap in two and put in my pocket... Is because he had other people around. He had an audience around. He was he protected. Legal system. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. protected by society. If we were out in the street and I had said that to her, like he wouldn't have said anything. But because he was protected, and you know, looking back, I probably should have said, Look, Junior, you know you're not she's not gonna fuck you. Right? She you, you understand she's not going to sleep with you. So really, yeah, just, but that's just like George mind. Costanza coming up with the hey, the ocean called and the shrimp's running out. You can't go back and, and deliver that line. Ay, ay, ay. So, so, so the point is, 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 is I, I equate that guy with trolls, right? Trolls love to, and trolls and people in the chat, they love to talk. They love to talk all the shit. No, Donovan's this and Donovan's that. I challenge people all the time to call my show, dude, more you, often you than know, not. You know what's a simple don't. solution? You know what's a simple solution? Just, just do the super chats. Only respond to the super chats. Yeah, I know. I and know. It's, and so it's not that I don't. Today, it's not that out. I don't appreciate my other commenters in the chat room. But one, <laughs> I ain't got time to go through all the comments. Oh, but, oh God, but, yeah. but you're going to scream people. A troll's not going to spend their own hard-earned money. No, they're not. Two bucks to try and get under. And then if they do, you just got to pat them on the head. You just got to <laughs> pat them on the head. That's a, because here's let me let me point out something that. Took me a long time because this is kind of the pot, you know, the pot calling the kettle black because I was not exactly the most patient person ever. Sure. What I have found helps, and maybe you could try this, just think this through. Anyone that pisses you off, anyone that angers you, ask what is their future life going to be in 30 years? And what you'll find out oh, wow. nine out of 10 times is it's miserable. And yes, you could deliver them a lecture. Yes, you could break that guy's neck in half. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. You could yell. Sure. You could scream. You could get in their face. Yeah. It's going to come nowhere near to the amount of punishment life is going to mete out for them because they're they're errant. They're delusional. They're yes. rude. Yes. And for example, the ditzy girl putting on her hat. Oh. Uh, wasting, all right. Now think. I know that pisses you off. It pisses you off. Now you could lecture her in a very fatherly stern tone <laughs> or you can just let her. Continue to do that. And what do you think her employment life is going to be like? She's like condemned to poverty. She could barely keep down a job, right? Oh, Jesus. Aaron, for a guy who has no patience, you're, you are awfully thoughtful. And listen, this is a glaring weakness in my personality, man. I am a, I'm a very impulsive. Now, actually, I've gotten much better at this. And the last 
fight. Well, it wasn't really a fight. I I I beat the guy up pretty good. But yeah. the last physical altercation that I had in Las Vegas is I'll tell you the story off the air, but right. that last physical altercation and the ensuing events afterwards, that was my wake up call. And so, you know, I try to be, listen, on the air, I can't, what am I going to do? Punch somebody? Fuck you. I'm going to, you know, send you a yeah, it's safe. punch. You can, you yeah, can, you can talk smack on the internet all you want. Yeah. There's no consequence. Right. Right. Exactly. So, you know, this is sort of, this is sort of my outlet. Um, but yeah, listen, I don't, you know, I don't profess myself to be perfect. I have weaknesses like everybody else. People make fun of them. It is what it is. Right. So I'm just, I'm just trying to give you some help. Actually, what you probably would really like. Somebody wants me to tell the story. I might, I might no, actually. Wait, no, that. no, hang on. Oh, yeah, because I got to get going myself here as well. I gotta, oh, I oh my God. Yeah. Them, right? But uh, let me give you another example related to a grocery store. And then maybe, and then um, what I want you to do, if you ever get the time, I want you to read just one chapter of a book or a cold, Enjoy the Decline, because it's all about ah. letting go. It's philosophical. The last chapter is called Revenge. Okay. And I think you'd benefit from it a lot. Okay. You, you, right. okay. I'll give you another one, case study, so you can figure it. So I'm also in a grocery store. And uh -oh. um, this was when Trump had just got elected. And oh, I, shit. I, I'm no big, I'm no big <laughs> oh, wow. fan. I'm no big. I, I mean, yeah, I voted for him because I wasn't going to vote for Hillary Clinton. But this sure. is someone I'm very lukewarm towards. I, I really don't have that much of an opinion on the guy. So um, I go through the checkout and. Uh, Here's the, a, a pencil neck kid, you know, with the glasses on, looks like the guy from Robot Chicken. And he's like, so what about Trump? And I'm like, what about him? So sad he got elected. And he's not gay. He's straight. He's just that wimpy and girly. And then I immediately go, and I'm pissed. And then I right. check myself because it's like, one, I want to hear politics, conservative or Democrat. When I check it out, two, your seventeen-year-old no no nothing kid, shut the fuck up and bag my groceries. Right. And three, <laughs> I hate how a little dipshit like you just hit puberty yesterday thinks you're so <laughs> fucking wise that you should know anything about politics right now. Oh my god! So I said, "Oh, you're going off to college?" He says, "Yeah." And I said, "What oh are you going to study?" He says, "Theater." And I say, "Well, you know what? You really got to get a doctorate. Otherwise, you're not. You know, it's a hard degree, a hard a degree to find a job in with just a bachelor's. So, you know, so promise me, man, you at least get a master's, but more likely a doctorate. He's like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. Now, what did I do there? You diffused the situation. And <laughs> let's say I dragged him. Let's say Donovan, I dragged him out back, beat oh him into God. a fucking pulp. He went back to the hospital. He got repaired, and in a year, he oh, recovered Jesus. from all his injuries. So, let's say I did that to him. Okay. Is that worse or is it worse that if he does go and get his doctorate, he will have fucked up his entire life's finances? You're right, forever man. Be so which is worse? <laughs> Beating the shit out of the guy, of no, course. Not, that's not that's that's way less punishment. That's way less punishment. I if this kid follows my advice, his life is effectively over. So you should have beat the shit out of the kid, huh? If I was kind, I would. And if I <laughs> wouldn't go to jail, I would as well. Oh wow. Yeah, oh but I'm, I'm trying to point out I that, understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, life will do the punishing for you. Yes. I mean, again, yes. another thing, the, the hot chicky babes, they get all their power and their youth and the beauty young. And oh. it's one thing for them to lose their beauty, and that's painful. You know what's even worse for them as a bigger punishment and a real wicked joke? Life plays on super hot chicks. What's that? They don't know why. Oh, they never know why. <laughs> and they don't know when. And they Hot don't know when. Are, but they, 
they're always the last to know they've hit the wall. It's fucking And they're going to live their entire lives not knowing why and being entitled and delusional. You know, Mr. Big is never coming. So trust me, trust me. With the I found that because I also had anger issues too. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. not to the extent that you did. But I have found that if you let life do the punishing for you, uh, one, it's a lot lower risk legally physically uh, uh, yes and it helps it it really does help me out psychologically it really does help i agree me out. i agree so. listen more more people should aspire listen and i can admit i am listen i'm psychologically immature at times man like this is listen this is who i am this is this is what makes me me it is what it is maybe i don't know listen maybe i need a therapist maybe you need to get with whatever the fucker you have, you have mommy issues do you have money issues donovan do you do I have mommy issues or it's money a issues? joke? That's the joke. Oh. I'm, I'm mocking the gal from. Oh, no, yes. So. Right. Yes. Mommy issues. Money. Right. Mommy. Mommy issues. Um, yes, absolutely. Okay. Kane, $5. How to remove a family from a property without legal issues. Single and no kids will rent rooms to the brothers. Their lease ended last year. Can I remove? Take uh, them to court. I, take them to court. Yep. Well, yeah, I would talk to a lawyer because it also depends on state and municipality. Yes. A lot of cities, if you're in a major metro area, chances are they have very strong tenant laws, not strong landlord, but strong tenant laws. Yes. There could be squatting laws. So this really depends on the town and the city you're in. So the first thing you do, and it is money well spent, is you find out who the best uh, uh, landlord rights attorney is yep. in your town, and you talk to him or her, and you find out. But yes, you without legal issues, no. Um, there's some things you could do, like remove anything that's valuable from the house they might destroy. Um, next time you get a lease, you don't rent to family or friends. Oh, my uh, God, yes. Going forward. You can't, uh, don't let people sublet what they're renting. Like, that's no. Right, right. But, yeah, the best way to do it, man, is you got to talk to a lawyer because I wish I had a universal answer. I don't. Uh, I can actually, I can actually give a little bit of advice on this. I used to own mm -hmm. rental properties in Las Vegas. And what I used to do is I used to add sort of an addendum. I used to add an addendum on the lease that says, Hey, if I am more than 30 days past due, then I am subject to eviction. Mm -hmm. Now, fortunately for me, you know, most tenants don't really understand tenant law. They know they're not going to stay there forever. And fortunately for me, I didn't have to, I think I had to evict maybe three or four tenants. Uh, in the what five or six years that had that I had rental properties, but what you need to do is you need to you need to avoid that problem before it starts. You have to approach that like you approach women. If you if you want to reduce the odds of you getting cheated on by listen, if a woman wants to cheat, she's going to cheat. But if you want to reduce the odds of a woman cheating on you in a long term relationship, you vet her thoroughly. Well, it's the same thing with your tenants. In order to reduce the odds of your tenants destroying your property or defaulting on the rent or trying to avoid eviction, you screen the tenants and you write addendums into into your leases that lets them know, hey, if I'm more than 30 days late on the rent, I'm subject to eviction. Listen, I've never been challenged on that. As soon as I come with the sheriff and and um, and uh, have the have the uh, have the locks changed. I mean, usually the apartment or the uh, the apartment or the or the single family dwelling house that I, you know, houses that I own, they're usually empty. Every once in a while, you get a little bit of pushback, but I'm like, look, man, come back in 24 hours or all this is going to the landfill. So that's right. My advice. Right. I always did. I had land uh, rental property as well and uh, always do a background check. Get 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 the credit score. Oh, yes. Get the background check. Uh, there's companies that will do that. <clears throat> Screen your tenants for you. Here's the and thing. Then I listen. I didn't do credit checks. 
And here's what I did. I don't want to get too far off on the tangent, mm. but this is why I always had a laundry list of tenants ready to move into my properties when they became vacant. I didn't do credit checks. I actually operated I actually operated my real estate business, and I'm not some real estate mogul. I had a few rental properties. It's, it's no big deal. I made good money. What I would do is I wouldn't check their credit, but you had to be on the job for at least a year. You had to have the two paycheck stubs, and I had to have references. So basically, I literally ran it like a furniture rent to own. Not going to check your credit, but I'm going to I'm going to be extremely stringent on what I need from you to qualify you for this particular house or apartment. If I, you know, in one of my apartment buildings, what I would also do to reduce the odds of late rent is I didn't charge rent from the first to the fifth, like it like it's standard. I would find out what days do, what what are the dates that you get paid. If they get paid twice a month, their rent is due on their paydays. I wanted to make sure that I got paid first. If they got paid once, if they got paid once a week then their rent would be due on their paydays. So, and of course I would work with them if they wanted to, dude, I had, dude, I probably had five or six tenants. Like if their rent was like 1200 bucks a month and they got paid four times a month, they pay me 300 on the first payday, 300 on the second. And so that's what I did. So regardless, irregardless of their, of their credit, they were always able to pay because I took that and many other measures to make sure that I have, I didn't have late rent or defaults. That, th- those are just a couple of tricks of my trade. I didn't want to get too much off on a tangent. No, that's No, that's, it, it's good. Um, all right, here's the next question. <clears throat> This is from Yodel. Yodel writes, hey, Cappy, what is your opinion on organizations like the Rotary Clubs, the Freemasons Lodges, as a means for someone new in town to develop a social network and to volunteer in the community? Feel free to make this a video response. It, might, it may provide good insight to someone else wondering the same thing. Wait, say that again? Thanks, Yodel. Uh, the the um, Those social clubs, not social clubs, but the community clubs like Rotary Clubs, oh, yeah, Lions. Yeah. Masons, yeah, the Water Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Masons of that. Um, I have no experience joining them. Uh, I've looked into them and um, that, yes. I mean, if you got nothing else, it really depends on the size of the town. I say sure. meetup uh, would take over at any large major Metro area. Cause it's going to be more tailored to your taste and interest. But if you're in a smaller community um, and you happen to be an older person, I would say as well. And by older, I mean thirties or up. Yeah. You may want to look into it. I know I have several friends who are Masons and they, they swear by it. They really like it. I've looked into things like the Eagles or the uh, Fraternal Order of the Elks or the International Odd Fellows, and what I've found is uh, they're basically just drinking clubs. They they got a private bar. Uh, yeah, you walk in, and yeah, they'll have their um, their social functions and their fundraisers and all that. I would probably be more likely to join the Rotary or the Lions, where they're more involved in the civics of the town you're in than an Eagles or Elks or uh, something like that because those seem to be more drinking. But they really work for me because it's a bunch of fat old guys drinking. And I'm more like, let's go out and hike and go do something. And I probably would just get funny looks uh, from those people. Yeah, you know what? My answer to that is, yeah. I Listen, there are very few male spaces anymore every male space is being infiltrated by females and you know the masons you know the elks water buffaloes or whatever you want to call them those are those are just a few of the dwindling uh spaces that it's that it's just only for men even the nfl now is looking to hire females and you know, we want to have a female NFL head coach in the next 20 years, which is which is going to be an abject disaster. Um, but, yeah, I, I would strongly advise for him to look into that because men need to be around other men without female without female influence. The reason why females don't like it for us to get together and discuss things 
is because when we get together and discuss things, we tell the truth. Anytime there's a female in the room, we tend to sort of sugarcoat things. Oh, yeah, I love romantic comedies. Yeah, women are equal to men and all that other nonsense. But without the prying eyes of female, without the prying eyes of females, uh, Aaron, even blue pill men keep it all the way real with each other. Yeah, you know what? I like girls with big tits. Yeah, I like girls who are pretty. No, I don't like fucking ugly chicks. No, we don't want to fuck fat chicks. No, I'm not going to marry a fat girl. Like, this is how they talk. But if there's a woman, there's a female in the room, then, you know, they, they tend to they tend to sort of sugarcoat things. Right, right. Well, they just don't. They get enough trouble back at home. They don't need trouble. Sure, that, that, of course. All right, uh, another individual. I'm going to keep him anonymous. <clears throat> English is his second language. So let's go ahead and be a little bit uh, forgiving with him. I'm two months in a new job besides my studies. I do the programming work for a product idea my boss wants to evaluate. I'm already very experienced for a student because this has been my hobby since a childhood. So he pretty much leaves me to do my work without interfering. My problem is he has set me one limitation on a core tool I have to use. It was foreseeable that this tool would bring no value value to the table, but even imposes many limitations on which I would have to work around. I explained this to my boss and suggested better suited alternatives, but for some bullshit emotional reasons, he insisted on me using his improper choice. I asked him if he was a baby boomer, and he said no. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, now, two months later, everything came as I predicted, and my productivity slowed down drastically. He hasn't made comments about it yet, but I absolutely despise working on that project anymore. I could do a way better job with the right tools. I'm quite emotional about that, which affects my mood in the rest of my life, leads me to working less hours, which means less money for which I could find good use for. As the market is quite good, should I just look for a better job and better screen my future boss or bosses, I think he means. Mm -hmm. I think I could even get a 10 to 20% raise. Or are there any good reasons for staying where I am? Maybe that switching jobs after two months does not look good on the CV. Please make me an offer for a video consultation and keep my name private, which we do. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what I tell a lot of a lot of young guys, because I have a lot of consultation clients, and <clears throat> one thing that I try to tell people, and I, I give them my perspective. And my pers when I was in my 20s, like my, my, my teens and early 20s and, and early 30s, I worked like a dog. I was putting in all, all kinds of hours. But the older I get, the more valuable the commodity of time becomes. I find myself spending more money to give myself more time, right? I, sometimes I just don't feel like cleaning up my place, right? It takes 15 minutes to do. Fuck it. I'm going to hire a cleaning service to do it. Sometimes I just don't have time to go, gro to go grocery shopping. Fuck it. I'll just, you know, order groceries and have them delivered. I will spend money to keep my time because time becomes more valuable as, as I get older. What I advise men to do, no matter how old you are, is don't chase money, okay? Chase excellence. Don't chase the paycheck. Chase good bosses. Because you can make a shitload of money at XYZ Corporation or XYZ Job. If you have a shitty boss, you're probably not going to be making that kind of money for that long. But if you have a good boss, if you chase excellence, if you chase, if you chase good supervisors, good management, um, you know, good leadership, that's when it, the money's going to take care of itself. If you chase excellence, if you chase a good company infrastructure, if you if you if you place more of an importance on screening the boss, screening your supervisors, than you do screening the income, then you'll find that the income you'll probably sacrifice a little bit up front, but you'll 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 figure out sooner or later, usually in the long run, that you made the right decision. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree with uh, everything Donovan said, but I would add this, and, and Donovan, not that you've binged on my shows or anything like that, but I have a very anti-employer, anti-boss 
uh, philosophy and opinion because nearly all of them that I've dealt with have been inferior scumbags. And I don't say that like, oh, right. my boss was a dick man. No, my bosses are the types that caused the housing crisis, even though you had people trying oh, to war. Wow. And uh, the more that you get into business or you work, what and he's this individual is a younger man. What you're going to find, this is what I found, and you want to talk about a anchor and rage, uh, is just how fake and posing managers and bosses are. I know when right. you're like 22, 23, you think, wow, that guy's 46. He's got his shit together. No, he's just as fucked up and stupid as your drunk 21-year-old friend who can't there get together. He just sucked up more dick and tolerated more suffering to there get where he was. And so my my goal is for any young man or woman out there, self-employment, entrepreneurship. That's that's the goal. But obviously you can't just do that at the age of 22. What I would say in this individual case is fuck your boss. It's only been two months. I'd quit. This guy doesn't even deserve a, a couple weeks notice. I won't even bother putting this on your resume. And this happened to me is why I hate the baby boomers. Why I asked if it was a boomer. They never gave you the tools or the training to do the job. They're right. oh, figure it out for yourself. It yes. was a steep learning curve. We can't, we can't hold your hand. It's like, dude, you said there was a training uh, you know, period that I was going to get. And so you hear you have what is very likely a guy who doesn't want to manage, a guy who doesn't want to be an employer, a guy who doesn't want to be a good boss, and train you and give you the tools to do your job. And so not only should you quit this job, not even bother putting it on your resume, don't even give them two weeks notice, but you got to uh, uh, look out for future bosses like this and have the self-respect and understand. There you go. There you go. More often than not, it's going to happen where there is a deal breaker with yes. this. And 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 like uh, Donovan said, chase excellence in the bosses. I say it differently. I say a boss is at least worth a third. A good boss is, is worth at least a third of your salary. That's right. But if if there is the, I don't want to say the slightest hint of bullshit because there's always bullshit with every job. But if there's a deal breaker, I'm not going to do, or I have another client where the they promised him he'd get work in X experience, you know, right. this type of activity. And now he's six months into it. And they, they said, oh, we don't have time for that. You walk, you fucking walk. That's right. And the, the better you could find, the earlier you can, the less it's going to affect your resume. So two months is nothing. I won't even bother putting that no, on the Don't resume. even put it on the resume and consider yeah. this too, Aaron. Money can be made right? Money can be lost and made. Time can only be lost. If you waste seven years of your life working for the wrong company and you know you're working for the wrong company, you're, you'll be able to make up the income with another job. You can't get those seven years back. No. And so I would, I would immediately walk now, learn to walk soon, always be looking for other jobs, always have a side gig going on so you're not desperate yes. and you can afford to walk. I, Donovan, did you know I was a ballroom dance instructor for 14 years? I did not. I know taught that. ballroom dances. Wow. So anytime, anytime my bosses gave me fucking shit or lip to the point it was a deal break, I'm like, I'm out of here. Fuck I mean, you. I'm going to go cha cha. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to tangle your motherfucking ass. Argentinian, <laughs> not American. Oh, uh, wow. You Oh, you really do know your shit. There is a I difference do. between oh, the Argentinian okay. competition. Yeah. Oh, how do you wow. think? How do you think I got the girls? I, I, Get out of here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. You, do, oh, listen, can you dance the Paso Doble? No, what's that? A Brazilian thing or something? I or what? think so. I think so. I don't really know what it is. I saw it on So You Think You Could Dance. I thought I would sound smarter if I said it. So that kind of <laughs> fell flat. So let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it just it, and the the point I bring up the ballroom dancing is that even if it isn't full time self employment, it's always good to have a side gig. I, I taught community ed. I did finance seminars, finance classes. You got to have some kind of side gig. So if he's a programmer. 
Uh, he should be contracting out, just get looking for RFPs online, getting whatever contract gigs he can get and mm-hmm. make his little money on the scratch. But this guy, if he's not giving you the fucking tools, fuck him, fuck that. Don't care if he's a nice guy. Um, this would be one that I'd almost like, you know, pull your pants down, take your dick, hit him across the face with it, say, fuck off. Although don't do that. You get arrested. Uh, but um, yeah, you owe this guy nothing. Yeah. Um, high testosterone in the chat says, this is why, that's why Aaron Clary is unemployed. This is mostly BS. Unless you have another job lined up, not smart quitting random jobs. He's half right. Um, yes. Aaron Clary is unemployed. He's employed by himself. Number one. Um, number two, he is right. I think the other part of the advice that we kind of missed is don't just randomly quit your job. Um, and again, we equate this to women, Aaron. You probably know this. When I was single or not fucking anybody, girls didn't give me the time of day. It's like True. girls have a sixth sense to know if you're fucking or not. But as soon as I started fucking girls or as soon as I had a girlfriend, girls want you. It, it's, it's just like money. Banks don't want to lend money to people who don't have money. They don't want to. They, 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 they're not going to lend money to you if you're broke. They want to lend you money if you have money. It's the same thing as a job. It's easier to find a job if you already have a job. So good advice there. And high testosterone probably should change his name, his screen name to high estrogen. As a man, you must be risk tolerant, not risk averse, my friend. Oh, let's jump into the uh, super chats again. So I don't let's fall do it. too far behind here. Uh, we got our good buddy, Bacon Maldito. God almighty, look at him come in, dude. Holy shit, man. They just uh, blew up. We got a bunch of new. Good. Yeah, sure enough, we can't scroll too high up now. I'm, I'm glad I did because otherwise, we'll, all right. My good buddy, Athamel Decua, Donovan is awesome. Clary sucks though. And a little laughy, smiley face. He's, he's unfortunately a friend of mine. But I'm I'm only a friend because his sisters that he lives with pays me to be his friend. They feel very v- bad for him, like I oh, needs a friend, so they uh, pay that. Bacon Maldito, he runs the website. The goddamn bacon. How would wow, sharp the goddamn bacon? I love it. Yeah. How would sharp compare with Cappy on Fitbit? You got Fitbit, Donovan? No, you no, don't. I don't. Not, okay. Listen, dude. I lift heavy and I eat clean. That's all I need to do, man. You don't do no cardio or anything like that. Um, you know what? It's interesting. Last mm-hmm. summer, I did spin class. And the reason I decided to the reason the the reason why I did spin class is because I did it one time and it and I'm not exaggerating. It was the most difficult physical thing I've ever done in my life. I struggled to get through it. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to fucking own this shit. And so I did spin class all summer long and I got really good at it. I got so good at it. I spun for 16 straight days and two of those 16 days. I did two spin classes in one day. I actually wow. documented it on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Um, but what ended up happening is I spun so much, I ended up losing a little bit of my muscle mass. And mm. so I had to, I had to spit, I had to spit, I had to quit spin class. But no, I don't do Fitbit. I don't do the calories. And no, 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 no. I'm a man. I lift heavy. You know, I eat a lot of protein. Uh, you know, listen, charts and graphs and all that. Yeah, whatever. I just do it so I can brag to my friends because when I get out to Vegas and you are right, like because when I go out west, I will do hiking and mountain climbing way more than I'll do the gym. I do come back svelter and thinner and my bench press is down and all that. Uh, but, yeah, I got a, a bacon. He's on with Atham and all these other guys. And basically all we do is bust each other's balls on the competition. OK, listen, a uh, real quick. OK, high testosterone. We get it. You're an alpha male. You're the smartest. You're the greatest. OK, we get it. All right, yeah. move on. Fernando Covet, $1.99. Money talks. Thank you, Fernando. I appreciate, appreciate it. $1.99. Uh, Isis, uh, he's from Europe. We got five euros. Are men better off becoming gay in this current culture of hating on men? This is funny. I actually saw, <laughs> listen, I actually saw a comment on Twitter a long time ago that says that, um, 
oh, what did it say? It said a lot of men are subconsciously becoming gay because they want it. They want a taste of the good life. And I thought to myself, that's kind of fucked up, but I don't know. Theoretically, it kind of sort of makes sense. I, I don't know. I'm still kind of like, yeah, I'm born liking liking the VJJ. Uh, I don't think you can pay me yeah, enough to like no, the no, dick. No. I, listen, I, I, I don't care how listen. I don't care how good the gay life is. Like, if you want to be gay, that's fine with me. But no, man. Uh, it's, no. no anyway, so he, he he writes, are men better off becoming gay in this current culture of hating on men. Things are getting worse due to women voting. We cannot stop this. I don't see how women's suffrage voting in for socialism really would drive a man to become gay. I could see where faking being gay or claiming you're gay when you apply for like a job or <laughs> be deadly serious, yeah, you know, are you on the spot? They will hire what, you on the spot. I'm not right. About what, I mean. What's her name? Got her job at Harvard. Um, Pocahontas. What was her name? Elizabeth Warren, who turned out to be one, 2000th uh, American Indian. I, I suppose in that sense, you could fake it, but yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not pitching or catching uh just because of, yeah, of that's, the way women no. vote real quick like in the ch- real quick in the chat big fella so spin class man card revoked see big fella in the chat is uh-huh. what i like to call meathead red pill guy right he's he is she's not all that hot guy he is i don't care how hot she is if she fucks up one time she's fucking gone you're that guy dude you're not dude seriously you're not fooling anybody with that nonsense big fella the fuck out of here with that. But, but listen, before you revoke my man card, please, please, I, I would like my man, my man card back. How about you try spin class? See how you that ever try insanity? No, I have not. Isn't that, my isn't that Sean God. T? I heard that's fucking crazy. Dude, dude, I did that for a month and I I kept up with it. And what pissed me off is uh, it doesn't do anything except get you, well, you lose weight, but then uh, you don't look any sexier. You just lose weight and then you get a really low heart rate. And that's it. Like you can't run any better. You could jump up and down in spot. Uh, you could jump a lot, but it, it's like you're running. And it doesn't really make. You know, high testosterone actually made a really good comment. He says Donovan and Clary pretend that you can just quit jobs and go on your own. Listen, this is actually, believe it or not, this is actually uh, a really good comment. And I think what we have to, I think what we are leaving out, and I and I agree with this. Being an entrepreneur, Aaron, it's not for everybody. Most no. people don't have what it takes to be an entrepreneur. That seems to be the American dream. But newsflash, America needs ditch diggers, right? America mm-hmm. needs people to work at McDonald's. America needs CBS cashiers. If everyone was a quote unquote entrepreneur, then that would be the status quo. That being said, I agree. We do have to add, we do have to add a little bit of dimension in the advice that we give. And I think it goes without saying, Aaron, that when you say, hey, look, pull out your dick, you know, uh, you know, you know, hit it over your former boss's forehead and say, fuck you. I'm I'm assuming that you are that you have a plan in place that you have another job. Yes, yeah, you know, right. you just don't. Quote, well, he also said he was still in school. That's the impression I got. So I'm assuming he doesn't need the money. Or, um, but yeah, you never you you know, women you can dump anytime you want, not have another one to go to. Jobs, sure. not so much. Not so you much. Need, you need food and rent and heat and stuff like that. Yes. So I I assume my clients are not dumb as hell. And no, so you right. You don't have to go bit. Okay. Step one, find another job. No, I mean, I understand what, what high T is talking about. And, and listen, we have to understand Aaron. And this is, this is actually why Rolo Tomasi started his podcast, Red Pill 101, because on the Red Man group, when he goes on his, when he goes on his rants, a lot of guys in the chat are like, wait a minute, what did he say? 
And so we assume that everyone is sort of up to snuff as far as the vernacular is concerned. Mm. So, you know, for listen, you know, for the benefit of the people in the chat, no, we're not advising that you quit your job of two months that you don't like if you don't have something else lined up or if you don't have a plan. Mm. We're assuming, but we would like for you to assume that if we do advise you to quit your job, it should go without saying that you should have something else backed up. So, yeah, so go become fair. a ballroom dance instructor at night, then quit your job. There, that's what. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And then, uh, and then, and then invite his wife. ICS donates another five euros. Say, is this thing on? Yes, it's on. It's just that we don't always get to the super chats because we got all their stuff going on. Bacon Maldito for the AR-15 caliber, $5.56. When someone threatens me, I tell them to sign up to spar at the local martial arts event and provide proof. Then I'll show. Crickets <laughs> go far. Shame. I didn't, Bacon, are you in uh, martial arts? I didn't know if he was or not. Um, I got a... I hated jujitsu. It was good, but I hated jujitsu. I, I got to get into something. I did jujitsu. I did jujitsu for two months. I didn't have the time to continue, man. I just didn't. I didn't like, have time for just, a guy's foot and crotch in my face the entire uh, time. I, listen, was, I really want to do it again, but I really it <laughs> it's. It, I just don't like. I really need to time management is something I'm definitely working on because I have so much going on, and I you know there are only a few things that I do every day. Lifting weights and all that is is certainly one of them. But I really want to make time for other interests that I have aside from being on camera all the time. Make a Maldito, another two dollars fifty three cents. Art parking lots are better to rent out. Oh, aren't parking lots better to rent out? Yes. Yes, if you live near a stadium, yes. Yeah. And yeah. anything that does not house humans, so like storage facilities, yep. um mm -hmm. any cuz you know, a car doesn't have tenants rights. Right. Uh, right. Your your, your ex-wife's tonnage of worthless shit and collectibles doesn't have rights. It can burn down. You don't get uh, sued with a manslaughter or wrongful death suit. Um so yeah, if I were to ever get into rental property again, I would rent, you know, parking lot, storage, maybe farmland. You know, farmers got a ah, farm yes, acreage. Absolutely. Uh, but uh yes, that's that's better than renting to people. Yeah, totally. Uh, God. Listen, and and again, I think I was very fortunate uh when I rented out my properties just because and part of it was because of the system. The other part was luck. Like I rented to good people. I was very fortunate that I had a string of honest to goodness, salt of the earth, hardworking people. So uh, here's one for you uh, from Rahon, uh, five Canadian dollars. My brother and I are both MGTOW, but our parents expect a marriage and children. One of us, uh, one of us has to go TradCon. Uh, no, you don't. I was you gonna say you do not have to do that. No, there's a word. I don't know if you've heard of this word, Donovan. Uh, I use it on girls and parents and bosses and just people in general. It's called no. Now it's very complicated <laughs> this word and 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 maybe it's a whole show unto itself, but it means the opposite of yes and it just kind of asserts your sovereignty as an individual that <laughs> you're not going to do certain things. So uh that's the correct answer right there, Rahone. You just tell them no and um <clears throat> I mean you could say all right, you go find us some good quality traditional wife that we actually want to marry and have kids with. But uh, yeah, real quick, big fella just told on himself. He says, I thought spin class was exclusively for middle to upper class white women. Well, this just proves that you've never been in a gym or a place with weights. So congratulations. Congratulations. Donovan, I got to have you on Ra more, man. It's just like raining super, it's raining super chats here. Listen, uh, um, you know, people either really like me or they really don't. Uh, but they watch, right? Yeah. His name is Rajon. It's either Rajon or Rajon. Is that right? Not Rahon. Rahon. Well, I don't know. Uh, he's I, Canadian. If, if, we don't care. If it were, if it were, if it were Hispanic, then it would be Rahon. 
But if he's from Canada, maybe America, it's Rajon, Rajon. Give it, listen, give it to us. Oh, okay. Is it Rajon or is it Rajon? I still think it's Rahon. It's Rajon. Damn okay. it. Damn it. You know what? Right. We're going to call him Raon. <laughs> okay, Chris Varga, another Latin name. Are we near an economic crisis? Any thoughts, guys? Um, I would say we're not. We're not near an economic crisis. Eh, I don't see any not. bubbles or enough fuel for. We're, I'd say we're near an economic slowdown. Right. This is an uh, 08. Yeah. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Uh, <laughs> Raise but, around. <laughs> oh, this is good. I love uh, it. Bacon Maldito again. You guys know Mark Rippletoe might like his style. You know who he is? No idea. Okay. With a no name idea. like that. It sounds like a Disney character. Mark Rippletoe. Yeah, it sounds like it almost you know, it sounds like a song, right? Uh the ballad of Mark Rippletoe. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know. He's got a banjo. A legend of Mark Rippletoe. Nick Schulander, two dollars. Why the hell not? Here's your super chat, guys. Well, thanks, Nick. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. And there we are. We're finally caught up. All right. You got one more time for uh, one more asshole consulting? Let's do it. All right. So we did that guy. Let me go to this. There's one that's good up your alley. Um, No, not that one. I got like six or seven. We, we won't have time to get through all that. The job. There was one. Oh, my no. God, dude. Uh, it's All Minor is a man. I thought It's All Minor was a woman because of the way he was talking. Oh. Holy shit. I thought that was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. I honestly thought that It's All Minor was a woman. I'm Listen, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. Wow. All right. Well, welcome to the club, man. All right. Here, here's, <clears throat> here's one. The one I can't, I can't find it, but this one's still good because you have a fair amount of traveling. What's up, Cappy? I've been following you since Worthless, and I've read most of your stuff. I've even got some friends to follow you on YouTube and read your books as well. I'll try to keep this short. I'm 32, divorced last year. It was probably the best divorce ever as there was. Oh, that's why I like this one because it was your. St- it was similar to your divorce. Okay. Uh, there was no fighting and the d- money went 50-50 as she was the rich one in this scenario. So I may be the only guy in history to make money on a divorce. I moved wow. from Roanoke, Virginia to Denver, Colorado after that went down. Kept my same job at a big company where I got well-paid and don't have to work all that hard. I also work remote, so my life is extraordinarily flexible. So I'm fairly young with enough money to buy a house in cash. I'm a good-looking dude. I'm in shape. I'm not sure what to do with myself now. This week, I bought a ticket to go to San Diego for the week on a whim. I'm guessing your advice is to go do whatever I want, but that's the problem. I have no idea what that is. How do I figure that out? Then I asked him, uh, have you read Reconnaissance Man, which is a, a book I wrote that goes through all the different states in the United States and evaluates and logically deduces what are the best places for a young man to go. Right. Uh, and he said he did read Reconnaissance Man. So, And he says that's what he's sort of doing now. He's exploring now. Uh, so I'm kind of curious. I mean, where would you recommend the guy go? Because I think the advice is to travel and explore yeah, and do whatever. Sure. But where, I guess, is the question. Listen, before I answer that question, uh, Big Fella says, dude, go to Google Images and search spin class. It's all white women. Oh, well, if well, well, Google Images, of course, is the end all be all. It's the Bible. So if it's on Google Image, search spin. Are, are you, are you learning? Are you arguing with the person in the this grocery is, store checkout line again? I think, yeah, dude, I'm arguing with the girl at the cash register. Right, right. Like, like, listen, so in order, he thinks he's winning. Dude, go to Google Image searches of spin class. It's 
all white women. You know what? That's it. Checkmate. He checkmated me. He, he, he said hey, go to Google. He, he wins. Is, all right. He is it. king. He is, he, king he, of the he, he is the king. Um, here's what I listen. I don't. I can't tell this guy what to do, but I will tell him what not to do. If you don't know what what to do or where to go, the last thing you need to do is buy a house. Because when you buy a house, then you are locked into Denver, Colorado. That doesn't mean you can't go other places, but if you should decide, you're 32, you're young. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, listen, if you buy a house at in, in Denver, Colorado, uh, theoretically speaking, you're going to be stuck there for at least the next, well, I don't know. If you get a 20, 15, 20-year 20 arm, you don't want to get in all that. But if you buy a house, you're anchoring yourself to Denver. You're only 32. If you don't know what to do or where to go, the answer is not to buy a house just because you can. I would, dude, I would I would hold tight, maybe travel around a little bit. Maybe you'll find another place to go. I would recommend traveling abroad. I think that would really open his eyes. Yeah, 100%. Do not buy a house. You are too young to own a house, especially yeah. if you are just exploring. Now, that's the whole point of reconnaissance, man, is like, hey, don't buy do a your house. Recon. <laughs> yeah, go do your recon. Don't don't even go to college in a state just because you know go to these places first and check them out. Uh, you got a couple great things going for you. One, you're in Denver, which I think is one of the funnest towns uh, for a young man. There's lots. I've of never been. Oh gosh, yeah, God, I've never it, been. Imagine Las Vegas with better mountains and water. What? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, wow. uh, it's, it's cold. I mean, they get snow up there, but a lot of the, every yeah, imaginable outdoor activity, you can do hang gliding. There's car racing, there's whitewater rafting, there's hunting, there's fossils, there's Holy shit, man. mountain climbing, there's cycling. Uh, it's, Whoa. You can get, and that guy just North of a uh, town in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, you, you get to kill mountain lions with your bare hands. I mean, that's how cool uh, wow. Denver, Colorado is. Okay. Uh, taxes are high. Traffic's getting bogged up on the i-25 um your housing prices are very high as well uh so but i would still stay in denver because you haven't explored it and there's just a ton you could seek your teeth in that town for at least three years of solid exploring and adventuring and having a good time another great thing about denver you are centrally located to practically everything in the united states that is cool and by cool i mean anything on the west side of mississippi yes you don't have to go Unless, you know, okay, there's New York and there's Boston and there's Philly and there's, uh, you know, Atlanta and, and, and Florida yeah, and the right. Smoky Atlanta Mountains. Sucks. Well, I'm just saying there are things to see on the east side, uh, but they're mainly major metropolitan areas and the Smoky Mountains are not all that great. I mean, they're nice, but they're not all that great. The West Coast uh, is the best coast, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. And the other thing is uh, related to location is you don't have to travel the plain states, which is nothing. So you're right there up against the mountains and you are. I think you're an hour and a half flight from Vegas. You're uh, two hours from Salt Lake City. You're three, three and a half to Seattle. You're three, three and a half to the West Coast, San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. You can rent a car and drive and check out Grand Junction, Durango, Cortez. Um, You can see a ton of national parks, Moab, Rocky Mountains in your backyard, Carlsbad, or not Carlsbad, uh, Mesa Verde. Carlsbad isn't bad. That's right outside of San Diego. What's that? Carlsbad isn't bad. That's right outside of San Diego. No, Carlsbad Canyons is in New Mexico. Oh, Carlsbad, New Mexico. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you meant Carlsbad, California. Never mind. Oh, no, not the town. Yeah, maybe there's a town maybe called Carlsbad. No, I'm talking, I'm talking national parks and beauty. Arizona is amazing. The south part of Utah is amazing. You could do motorcycle riding and you can do it relatively cheaply because you are dead center, latitude and longitude. 
to the cool parts of the United States. God so I would definitely, I, I don't disagree with Donovan. You should tra certainly travel overseas if you have the money. You can work remotely. So you can sit on a, an, an island. Like if you don't want to deal with a den for a winter, you just go fly out to Thailand, sit on a beach with internet access, do your work. Uh, but come uh, even springtime, another month from now, once that snow melts, man, that is a huge ass playground that you get to play in. And I would just go and explore. And then oh, I'm being serious, like for a decade, go and explore. I am just starting to build my quote dream home at the age of 44. Now a lot of, I bought property at 24. It's built up to this now. And I don't have a mortgage because again, I don't have a job. The money just shits itself out of the sky. It, it, it's not like work <laughs> or saving had anything to do with it. <clears throat> um, but I would give yourself at least a decade to just go and check out everything that is the Western United States. And inevitably it'll come to you. You'll find out. Oh my God. I love Seoul, South Korea. I, I totally want to be here. Oh my God. I love, um, Oh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Right. I, I want to be here. Oh, you know what? I really like Cortez, uh, Colorado, which is a nice sleepy town. I really like Cortez and I want the more quiet life. Uh, you go there. So, uh, 10 years, man, it's not like you have to explore for 10 years, but there's so much cool shit to do out there. It's going to be 10 years before you're like, okay, where out of these awesome places do I want to be? And so then I'd recommend consulting reconnaissance, man, and looking at some of the financial metrics I throw in there that, that would help you whittle down your choices. Good. Good advice. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's take one final look at the super chats. Make sure we are not leaving anybody unanswered. Uh, just want to be thorough. There's Nick's. Hey, we're free, man. We're free to go. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think we got them all. Sweet. Hell not. Here's your super tech guys. Yeah, that's that's the last one. Sweet. Donovan, plug your shit. Yeah, you guys can find me on all my stuff on DonovanSharp.com. Um, I've got like 18 YouTube channels. Uh, I think only three are visible. Um, I have a I have a daily show Monday through Thursday uh, called TSR Live that starts at five. Then I have TSR Primetime that starts at 530. Uh, that is not on YouTube. Uh, that is actually on the Donovan Sharp mobile app. Um so guys, be sure to check that out. Um, of course, I've got the, yeah, I've got a merchandise store, Donovan Sharp, you know, paraphernalia and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, you guys can catch me on the Redman group um, every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am now the official host of the Redman group. I'm now the permanent moderator. I know he's um, got all the tactical soap there. It's a... Yes. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've got my sponsors here. Dude, I got a, I got a shitload of it. It's going to take me, I'll probably be through it when I'm 60. But, um, but yeah, yeah, that, this is what I do. Um, I'm going to be releasing my first book, uh, here in the not too distant future. The second book is probably going to come right behind it. So, uh, you know, I've got some things in the works and, uh, I'm, I'm also working on a platform of my own. Uh, in other words, I'm working on a platform that I can't be taken off of. Um, listen, we all still have to use YouTube to get the word out. Uh, but in order to consume, you know, my content the way it should be, the way it's supposed to be, um, I'm in the I'm in the midst of building, and it's going to be on the Donovan Sharp mobile app. So things are in the works. I'm you know looking to uh, you know gain a little bit of independence from the interwebs, and we'll see how it goes. Cool. And then uh, everybody, for me, uh, check out my stuff. We got Asshole Consulting, of course. You guys got any questions? Trust me, it's worth dropping 35, 40 bucks to prevent yourself from making a hundred thousand dollar mistake. 
Uh, we, uh, what else we got? We got the older brother channel. You want to check that out where we have, uh, we basically do the same shit here, except there's less cursing and all that other stuff. Of course. My, my book, uh, books, uh, bachelor pad economics, curse of the high IQ reconnaissance, man, uh, enjoy the decline. What the hell else is there? Worthless black man's got out of poverty, Boris, the shitting Buffalo. And then my best of books where you can just search captain capitalism, top shelf. Captain Capitalism Reserved and Love Letters to the Left, the Left, the Best of Captain Capitalism. Every one of those best of books has a classic 1950s style pinup drawn by three different artists. So it's not oh, just that's my, cool. Yeah, they're, they're really good uh, pinups and they're different genres and styles. Because um, I don't want just uh, here's a book on economics and philosophy. Enjoy. I want people to go to like a coffee store and then the women are insulted with the. A beautiful nature of a pinup and then other people like hey what's that um <laughs> what else do i have here there was one other top shelf i was gonna say it sounds like you're missing about six or seven books right oh i got other sponsored books like um well, i might as well do those here um the pence principle lessons all men must learn from oh there uh, we Ford go Kavanaugh. that was a good one that's a short one but that's that's uh, something all the boys uh, definitely need to learn you want to talk about drop $12 and save yourself half a million in lawsuits later. Um, <laughs> I love it. That's a <laughs> Pushing rubber downhill. Actually, I, I got them all right here. Hang on. And you, you'd like the cover because I got a decent. So that's the. That. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Who did that for you? That's not me. This is by Randall Bentwick. Okay. He sponsors the show. So, I mean, I got my books then I got. And then Pushing Rubber Downhill by Adam Piggott. Um. From Papa to Patsy, that's another person who's sponsored. I'm going to be doing another podcast later, so I go through the more official one. Anyway, just go check out the shit on my blog, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com. There's links, there's stuff. Give me money, give me shekels, and and that's it. So, well, that's Donovan, what? thank you, th huh? I said, yeah. So, all right, well, Donovan, thanks very much for taking the time to come on the show and answer some of those questions. Uh, everybody, please go check out uh, Donovan's uh, sites. What's TSR stand for, so people can remember? Yeah, the Sharp Reality. The Sharp Reality. Okay, yep. so check out The Sharp Reality and then uh, The Red Man Group, which I, I've binged on all the way. Definitely worth listening to. Donovan, thanks for being on. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, listen, I'll come on anytime, brother. Sweet. We'll see you.